0: It says live. We are live. Okay. okay. Now, you guys got to bear with me here. I got to see if I can load. Do we have banners? Okay. Anyways, uh, hey guys, Liberty Libations, uh, episode 27. I am filling in tonight for Jake. Uh, he has abandoned us, and he's even gone so far as to make up stories of fictional places like Montana, where he's going. <laughs> Uh, So we're not sure that exists or if he's coming back. Uh, But anyways, I'm I'm the next best thing until then. And uh, as such, we don't really have the opening credits because I'm a Luddite and apparently can't find where to load these things. Uh, (laughs) I just found out an hour ago I'm hosting this. Uh, So anyways, uh, I guess the opening credits is going to be. There we go. Cheers, everybody. Okay, so. Tonight's topic is, uh, we're going to talk about Gloria Alvarez a little bit, and then uh, the dollar taking a crap. Now, there was some big stuff in the works, and um, you know if you just need proof, there's big financial things going on. I had a fortune cookie today, and, um, oh, crap, did I grab the wrong one? Anyways, this was good, and I got to read this. But I was like, wow, the fortune cookie knew this bill was going to pass. Nice. So, money is the root of all evil. And a man needs roots.
1: In bed.
0: <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Uh, but it was just it was just funny. You know, with everything that was going on, I, I opened that up and I'm like, wow, because we just passed uh, the Fiscal Responsibility Act.
2: Hmm.
0: And, um, you know, if we know anything about Congress, when they name a bill, it does the exact opposite, yep. in triplicate. <laughs> yeah, uh, worse,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, we know that there's going to be no fiscal responsibility at all. Uh, I, I was trying to comb through some of the notes a little bit. And from what I can tell, this is um, basically a big tax on energy. Uh, they're going to try to give away, you know, some student loan forgiveness crap. Uh, they're going to tax energy. They're going to tax the crap out of energy. And then a lot of the these things, how they're posting. What's that? I was
1: just, just going to say the loan forgiveness is like the bait in the bait and switch or like to get people like, you know, to rally behind it and then just support it because they have their own self-interest that they want. And then they'll kind of like glaze over the rest of it is, I don't know. To put those two together doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Really.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's just wild to me. And I don't know how they're going to fund it. Uh, Cause so what they're, they're, they're going to do all this chest thumping saying that, Oh, well we cut the deficit. This is going to cut the deficit. Bear in mind, this is a spending bill. So this is just like, you know, a clothing store saying, you know, come save 35%. But how much do you have to spend for that to happen?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, all the savings that they're going to boast about are not actual savings, right? Because the key thing this thing does is suspends the debt limit until January twenty twenty five, which is a ways so, off. Absolutely. So they're you know they're estimating at least four trillion dollars is going to be added to the deficit between now and then, and right. I don't know where the money's coming from. Because, you know, oh, we're going to lower the deficit. But by lowering the deficit, all they really mean is they're cutting the increase.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, that's like what someone had said in our thread. They were like, we're slowing the rate of approaching the cliff down from 60 to 5 miles an hour. But we're still going right for the cliff. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
0: Yeah, you're still going over over the cliff. That's just, oh, we're going to go slower over the cliff. Yeah. So, and and, and we even showed the clip uh, a few shows ago in here. Of Janet Yellen testifying before Congress, just getting grilled by Trey Gowdy. I think it was Trey oh, Gowdy. Yeah. Might have been some other it was somebody else.
1: She's uh, horribly entertaining, at least. I mean, in the worst way, like every time she speaks, basically. But.
0: yeah, yeah, but you know, this guy was just, you know, just point blank. You know, the deficit is this and it's going to be this. Is that second number higher than this one? Yes. Okay, then you're adding to the deficit. You are not cutting <laughs> the deficit. And she's like, oh it's well, you don't understand. Like, I understand. One of those numbers is bigger than the other.
1: Yeah, it's cut, this is it's trickery. It's cutting the rate of increase. It's not cutting the total deficit. Yeah, it's honestly, I don't know how legally we're even able to call it like cutting the deficit at all. But.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's the clown world Washington math. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, oh man, it's like what they show you the just the tippy top of the bar graph and then they ex, ex, you know extrapolate that out to make it look like it's different and then they're missing all this other stuff it's like one of those type of tricks
0: oh yeah uh and then let me see if i can share this here so i don't know if you can really see this but i was just, i just got curious and i was browsing the the yellow vest protest and i thought it was interesting because it was you know what was it caused by you know so this started in france and november 18th and all the guys were yelling they were wearing yellow vests while they were doing their protesting doing all the rioting, breaking stuff, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they were wearing yellow vests because there was a a statute in 2008 that all the truck drivers had to wear yellow vests. Mm -hmm. So this started because of rising rising crude oil prices. They had a fuel tax, Uh, traffic enforcement cameras. Any of this sound familiar, guys? Just hang on here. Austerity measures. Oh, wow. A wealth tax repeal, which, you know, I'm on board with that. So broken clock is right twice a day.
1: Honestly, just the more, the older I get, there's tax repeal in general. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can demonize it of like, oh, well, you know, why do the rich people get it? Why why does this class get it? Why does that class get it? And it's like, well, I think every class should have it. How about that? Yeah. Uh, So, you know, austerity measures, they got class conflict, opposition to neoliberalism. Oh, my God. And this was in 2018. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. They, well, they wanted an increase in minimum wage, which... You know, here that that's been one of the mantras here for I want to say at least ten years. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to have a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. Well, here in the South, in Georgia, um, now of course Metro Atlanta is not really a cheap cost of living, but right. comparatively across the country, Georgia yeah. is. And just by proxy, you know, there's not a law in place saying that that's the minimum wage, but people don't work for less than I would say thirteen an hour. Mm -hmm. I mean, the burger flippers are starting out at 13 an hour out and some of the places that, you know, where that wasn't enough. That's when you see the the little kiosk menus where you have to put in the order yourself or you'll have a robot back there flipping burgers. You know, so there is a price point where it makes sense for them to get a robot for minimum wage type work. That's why minimum wage exists. It's not to support a family. It's for you to get a leg up and get some job experience.
1: I got on, like, a, a rant the last time I was in a McDonald's with my girlfriend because there's, they're putting up all these, like, little, you know, touchscreen kiosk things or whatever about this and about, like, that that raising the minimum wage too drastically, too suddenly is basically motivating companies that can afford to go, you know... AI and go robotic and go, you know, unmanned or whatever to do so. And it's going to end up hurting more people than helping. If you do it too suddenly.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Robot does a better <laughs> job be getting true. my order
0: right. Amen to that brother. Yeah. Good grief. Good. You know, you give the McDonald's guy $20 an hour. The machine still, the ice cream machine still isn't fixed.
1: It never works. Why is
0: it? <laughs> yeah. I think
1: it's a myth, man. They don't even have one back there.
0: Yeah. Speaking of it's freaking split. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, I think more of this is interesting here. So they wanted, you know, improved standard of living. They wanted an end to austerity measures. Uh, so that's basically, you know, cuts to pension, um, you know, certain subsidies, things like that. But, they, mm-hmm. you know, the austerity measures are scaling back on a lot of that is is promises the government's already made. You know, so while, you know, I disagree with the Social Security program in general, right. uh, you know, it's a horrible program. It's It's been bankrupt for, I think, at least 30 years now. Um,
1: but now we're so deep in it that it's like, you know, if you were starting from scratch and you were to build it or not build it, that's one thing. But now we're we're so used to having it, like culturally, even just people accepting that it's there. Like now, it's a whole different complicated thing. But absolutely, though, but that's
0: like us that are in our thirties, you know, the, say we started working at fifteen, so now we got you know twenty years in, in the labor force. If I can opt out of this thing, I will.
1: I mean, I'm you not know, relying on it at all. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand that you know the folks that are retired now, or they're close to it, or they're right. more than halfway there. They've been made a promise. They've paid into something their entire yeah. life. That you know, you need to fulfill that promise. Uh, but me, I you know, I'd rather opt into something else. I, you know, I've seen some some documentaries on, and I hate comparing us to you know Nordic countries. Uh, <laughs> but I think it was either like you know Norway or Denmark or something like that, where was, their pension program was based in investments
2: mm-hmm. and.
0: They had they so even like a moderate investment scheme, the government can still make money off of that, you know. So what what are the low end investors getting you? So you know, like a
1: win kind of situation, like yeah,
0: you know, like your Schwabs or your Ed Jones or something like that. You know, somebody had, had struck up like a government contract of like, you know, if you didn't have a savings plan, you could enroll in the government savings plan, and they guarantee you say a meager, you know, four percent over right. your lifetime, which is that's you know dog crap compared to the market. You know, anybody like worth their salt the right now is getting yeah. you like seven to ten. Uh, yeah. but you know if you're promised a four percent return, that's already way better than social security. You because know, these folks aren't even getting back dollar for dollar when you adjust it for inflation.
1: Is social security really less than four?
0: Oh, it's it's nothing.
1: It's it's wow. less
0: than dollar for dollar. It's not even a one to one transaction.
1: I don't know a lot about it because I've just like written it off. And at one point I looked into it and I was like, that is not worth even chasing. And I don't remember the numbers, but I knew it wasn't good. But that if it's less than four, that's like abysmal.
0: Right. Well, and that's, that's another thing that they, a lot of the European countries have done. Because I know like the UK did it, uh, what was it, like 2010 or something like that when they had their austerity riots. That was one of the things they did was raise the retirement age. And mm-hmm. I think that's what France just recently did as well. And I think we have a relatively low retirement age compared to the rest of the world. Um, I, wouldn't, you know, I didn't
1: think about that, but that, I think you're probably right, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, 65, you know, and the average, um, you know, life expectancy now is like, what, 80, 85?
1: Mm-hmm. And by the time
0: we get there, it's probably going to be 100.
1: <laughs> I just thought the, um, what is it? The Talladega Nights, the Ricky Bobby quote, where it's like, it's not crazy to think, but my high level income <laughs> the, and the advancements in modern science, I can live to be 150, 180.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, and and to get back to the austerity riots here, or the, you know, the yellow vest protests, I just, I I just can't help but find these parallels right now. Uh, So, let's see, you know, they made some demands, and of course, I mean, this is Wikipedia, this isn't the official source, but just reading through these bullet points is really interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: So, they wanted government transparency and accountability. They wanted improved government services for rural areas, which, you know, we just did a big broadband initiative. Mm. uh to get that all over you know the appalachian mountains yeah rural georgia you know get it to the farming communities things like that so you know that's kind of already been done here
1: because we're looking to move to chattanooga and i just heard that that area out there has some of the best internet in the country which is oh dude they were the first
0: in in the nation to get gigabit ethernet yeah in the city limits
1: i didn't know this until recently but you're right yeah yeah that's cool i wouldn't guess you know of all the cities like
0: Well, yeah, because Chattanooga, it's not too far from, so you got the Alcoa plant, and then, um, oh, crap, I forget the name of the town now because I'm doing a live broadcast, but um, it's it's a big nuclear facility.
1: They've got nuclear, they've got uh, a couple of different, like, big, like, I think Volkswagen has a big, like, headquarters there, and there's, like, there's, so there's some big energy and big money out there, so... You're looking for the the town name for the that has the nuclear power. I think actually out there is it out that way that has like a, a particle accelerator or something weird too, like yeah like that no one talks about. But there's it's East Tennessee somewhere. I think there's a particle accelerator.
0: Yeah, I think it starts with a W. I don't know why it's evading me right now. Oh, but man. I so anyways I'm the worst at that. Don't worry. The French government under Macron, uh, you know the um, we don't know if he was sexually abused as a kid. You know, rumors has it that he was. Uh, so I he's know. kind of like a puppet for some of those guys, you know. If you, if you believe that there's a pedophile elite running the world right now,
1: oh my god, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do, yeah. Uh,
0: well, you, you just look at how rampant it has been in such big institutions. Uh, so anyway, some of the concessions the French government made—they canceled the fuel tax, six-month moratorium on diesel and petrol price changes. What? <laughs> uh, let's see here. They didn't. They promised they wouldn't increase some in tariffs. Is that-
1: Six months where they can't change the price—is that what that is?
0: Where they can't do anything to the taxes, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. They froze the prices, so you know that's price controls. Eh,
1: yeah, don't I was like that. How you felt about that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's government intervention in the free market. We don't like that's
1: that. What, that's what. Okay, so this as a libertarian, I was going to ask you how you feel about that as a solution to the problem. Is that then, in a way, on a principle way, its own problem, like? As a, like a, you know. Oh, absolutely. So, so you know,
0: say that. like, uh, you know, in the Florida panhandle, you know, right after hurricane comes through. Right. Everybody's like, oh, well, he's price gouging. Look, all, the, all of a sudden he's charging $2 a battery for AA batteries. Right. And it's like, well, he's only got 100 batteries on the shelf. You know, yeah. that's, and he's not going to get more for another month and he's got to pay the rent. And that's yeah. the only way to prevent somebody from walking in and buying all his batteries at normal market rate.
1: It's a tough call. It's a hard. I get why people. I wonder if there's like some in between where there's you can't have the government come in and say you can't change the price like at all from what it was, or like if there's a percentage increase or something like that based on what it was prior to an event. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but well, I,
0: I can tell you what the solution is. Uh, or I at least tell you what the solution is not, and it's well, a government yeah, answer. Yeah, let's
1: start with that, honestly. Yeah. I, yeah,
0: I mean, because they're, they're guaranteed they're going to screw up everything they touch. Yeah. Uh, because then, only that, who's going to enforce that? You know, so after a hurricane comes through, somebody goes and audits the gas station. Is yeah. that a whole government wing of, you know, post-disaster auditing? Does FEMA yeah. handle that? D- so does FEMA take over all the businesses when they come in an area?
1: I don't want FEMA to touch anything. So. Hey, Amen.
0: Good. I mean, look yeah. what they did in Katrina. You know, you, got, you had the Cajun Navy there trying to grill hamburgers for folks. And they were like, oh, well, this isn't FDA-regulated facilities.
1: <laughs> Get out of
2: here. I was <laughs> like, like yeah, like, that.
0: screw that, dude. I'm hungry.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's cooked right. I don't have any other food. And these yeah. guys rolled up on a boat bringing me some.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so FEMA, uh, even the Red Cross, they were stopping donations from going to towns. Weird. There was locals in the surrounding area trying to help out. But once FEMA sets up shop, they... They have a monopoly on disaster aid.
1: Yeah, yeah. They have then, uh, weird laws that, that protect them, too, when they do set up shop. Not quite as extreme as, but uh, along the lines of, like, if the UN sets up in an area that their uh, their own, like, that jurisdiction becomes theirs, then it supersedes state and federal law. Yep. It's wild. I would, oh, yeah. Like, if they set up a pop-up tent kind of a thing in a hospital your rights as a citizen. Hey, Jake's here. Hey, there
2: he is.
3: Hey, what up, fellas? What's up?
1: You in Montana? Dude, I made it to Montana yesterday. Is Montana a real place? We were saying that we think it's basically AI-generated. Yeah. I mean, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> it's pretty
3: AI-generated, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt what y'all were talking about. Oh, no worries, man. I'm glad you're here. Heck, yeah. Um, I have to do it on my daggum phone, because for some reason, what is it about Wi-Fi and computers that suck worse than Wi-Fi and phones?
1: Oh, no, for sure. I Honestly, mine actually just shed the bed, uh, and I had to run Ethernet, which is just better. anyway. Oh, yeah. I wish I had Ethernet here, but
3: Starlink doesn't allow you to use Ethernet.
2: No way. Really?
3: Wow. Yeah, there's no port for it.
1: Even if you're running it from a modem to your computer or something like that, or like you don't, you don't get an option for a modem. There isn't one. I've never
3: used Starlink, but that's wild. It's it's just one box from Starlink. It has a a power port and an input from the satellite, and that's it.
0: Interesting.
3: (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: There has to be some kind of hub unit for the house that they can (laughs) allow you to plug cables into.
3: Hopefully, they come up with that because uh, my computer, the upload speeds on a computer over Starlink is horrendous crawling. Yeah, but I can do it with the phone. It makes no sense. Anyway, what were y'all talking about? What's the
0: time? Ah, so we were just getting into, you know, the financial stuff, taking a crap. Uh, and um, I was drawing some parallels right now to, you know, where my mind is going. I just, I, I got an itch today and I looked up uh, the yellow vest riots in France. And so I was going over some kind of, the, uh, some of the points that they were rioting against. Okay. And, um,
3: Nice. How did that happen? That was me. That was me. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, uh, it was on accident. I was trying to expand the screen so I can see all better, but oh, because you can't, do, can't like do anything both. on the phone.
0: Gotcha. So I was guys. just going over some of the bill, bullet points of you know why the yellow vest riots were happening, and uh, it's eerily similar to what we're going through. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then I was just going over you know some of the concessions that they got as as part of that was uh,
1: did you say this was 08 or 06 or when was this?
0: This was twenty eighteen that started. And then, oh, oh. and then magically, the pandemic happened. Uh,
1: oh yeah, and, it was magic. Ooh, it? Yes, it
0: was magic. magic. <laughs> it was magic. There, I mean, there was a pangolin, was. there was a pangolin and a bat that got together at the Wuhan market. It
1: was
0: black magic. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we South need some Park. federal money to be spent on whether or not they had Luther Vandross playing to encourage the mating rituals.
3: <laughs> Have um, you been watching South Park, Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that was the uh, pandemic episode.
1: You throw in the word chin diaper, and that's basically
2: the whole thing, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So anyways, I mean, all they had to do was just show up and start spraying manure all over the government officials' houses and burning things down and, and, you know, occupying, to use a bastardized word, you know, some of the government facilities. And, uh, you know, as such, they got to repeal some taxes, And then look at this elimination of tax on overtime and end of year bonuses. My God, this is in France. Liberal France doesn't tax overtime or end of year bonuses anymore. Wow. You know, because you got some truck drivers that got together and said, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, I'm tired of these traffic cameras. I'm tired of these austerity measures. I'm tired of this
3: like their willingness to start riots in the streets over the tiniest things. Like, I mean, and, and they're tiny to uh, like nowadays culture, but like it, it's, it's almost equivalent to a 2% tax on tea. You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and yeah, they, they really gave birth was. to our ideology, but our spirit of rebellion. I mean, they, they seeded that here and I just, I don't want that to be lost. I mean, I know there's, you know, there's the jokes of, you know, what's the French battle stance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: You
0: know, but, uh, you know, when it it's really fair. gets down they to it. They
3: give up in wars pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but uh,
0: apparently they're, they're good at uh, speaking their mind, which is something we've lost.
3: That's true. That's true. And it, it, it's it also shows up in person because I've been to France and almost every French person I met is asshole. So, like, they're just—I don't know what it is—but they are not uh, not the kindest
1: people over there. Maybe they're um, just not kind to you. you know? That could be. Although I was perfectly pleasant, so I don't know. Yeah, but a pleasant American is an American. you Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, we might just have a bad name around the
2: world. That's probably why they hate
1: us. I wonder, honestly, like if I if I were to travel like these days, like what would the reception be? I'm not sure, but. Yeah. I like, had a yeah. buddy that used to slap a like a Canadian maple leaf on his luggage when he would go travel <laughs> and out of He's like, I don't know, I get less flack from people. Like people are a lot nicer when <laughs> I think
3: of a Canadian. Yeah, Canadians aren't threatening, you know. They're exactly generally nice people. Yeah. Yeah. They just, you know, have sex with moose every now and then. <laughs> What's all that about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, everyone oh, knows, man, you use a sheep. You
0: know? <laughs> so yeah, here you go, Jake. I'll tell you, I got a fortune cookie today. Okay. And it says, uh, money is the root of all evil, and a man needs roots. Wow. <laughs> yeah. First of
3: all, that is an incorrect thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the love of money. It's the, root it's of all the evil. love
2: of money. Yes. It's the love yes.
0: of
3: all evil.
2: Yeah. But
0: I just, you know, it, it's like a it's like a U.S. House Republican wrote this fortune ticket here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy how often that phrase gets bastardized. Like no one knows the original like phrasing of it except Christians, right? because like, like they they try to skew it um, to make Christians look bad, and make anybody who like and even bad Christians will skew it to make rich people look bad. It's like money mm. is the root of all evil. Well no it's not. It's it's actually loving the money and like right. being obsessed That's what with
0: I, the money. I love it on Dave Ramsey's show when somebody tunes in and tries to like throw scripture at him as to like, <laughs> how he shouldn't be a millionaire. Yeah, don't do that you to know. Him.
1: <laughs> There's so many problems with like I mean interpretations of things and like lost in translation stuff and like mm. the concept of like the meek shall inherit the earth. But like if you look back through and like what meek means, it's not like weak people. It the oh the was some more close to that it was from what i'm told it was more like those with power but that elect like not to use it on people without power like you know like basically yeah. like having a sword but then keeping it sheathed not not having a sword like it's a different thing you know
2: yeah and jordan was, peterson
1: talks about that that's who i was uh, i didn't know if you knew this but that's who i'm getting this from directly oh,
3: nice yeah yeah i love this i love
1: how he talks about
3: uh, like it's not for some for some reason like being weak has become like a, a noble thing to be, but he's like there's yes. no morality in being weak. There's well, like if you can't do anything, if you can't fight back or you can't hurt someone, there's no morality in that. It's if you no, can no. hurt someone and you choose not to.
1: Exactly yes exactly. It's like the choice to you know be peaceable, but that you have the capacity not to is more important as a statement. And it, it, in our culture, it kind of goes into like the, you know, masculinity type stuff too, a little bit more recently. Yeah. yeah. It's the, sure. the folks
0: that beat their swords into plowshares, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> doesn't
0: mean they're not warriors. They just, you know, found a different use for it for now.
1: Right. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly. The, the keyboard, warrior, you know? Yeah. That's actually an interesting point, too. And like that, it just because you aren't like physically harming someone, it doesn't. It's not a substitute. Like it doesn't mean like you can be you know rude or cutting or you can be you know and honestly have more of that like energy than uh, if you or or I would say similarly as much you know. Uh,
0: absolutely, uh, absolutely. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> you know, getting into one of the titles of the show, the dollar takes a crap. Yeah. So I'll bring this guy up here,
1: and why is it not? Oh, before we get into this, the dollar thing, it reminded me of something I wanted to ask about the. Um, what, what were we just talking about before? Oh, Social Security. That was what made me think of this. If you get like 1.5% or 2% or something like that over years, what happens when inflation hits? Does that like negate basically like your savings over time? Like if inflation is at a similar rate of your savings, wouldn't it kind of like. Zero out. I'm not yep. good with money, but I would think that that would basically destroy what the what you thought you accumulated over. So you know and that
0: that was that was big news too of how um, you know the government was giving everybody the cola increase for Social Security, you know, cost of living adjustment,
2: mm-hmm. and it was okay. like four and a
0: half percent, but inflation's at ten percent. So right, you know all so- your all your groceries are up across the board fifteen to twenty five percent, but hey, we gave you an extra four and a half in your check.
1: Yeah, that's but we're taxing it. Like, wouldn't it basically end up kind of negating if the cost of living goes up so much because of something like inflation at a like a just an exorbitant rate? You know.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's the here's the extra slap in the face. Why are they taxing social security checks? Like, I agree.
1: Like... I I know. My grandma said something about that to me. She's like, "Oh, and then taxes." And I'm like, on something that you already wasn't it taxed already at one point? I if it was based on income or is it not taxed prior? I don't know. I don't know enough about taxes, honestly.
2: Yeah.
0: And let me see here. You're going to have to forgive me while we'll I fumble around and figure out no, how to screen share it. again. Let's see. Share.
1: Sorry, I just wanted to uh, interject with that one little bit. Yeah. But move on. Where are we going? Take us to the next thing. Let's like, see. I,
0: I got to bring something up here. I'm trying to figure out how to share the screen.
1: What's
3: up, Jake? <laughs> I'm back. I came down next to the router. <laughs> It looks
1: good now. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Okay. All right. Let's see. How do I share I think, something?
1: Well, I got you here. I know you like the like Islay. Oh, starches. nice. Oh, Ooh. Good. this is my birthday present. That's a me. good one. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. The ten like year. That I've, I've that had the six year before. Oh, the ten year is so good. I've never had mm-hmm. to take a swig. Year. I've had both they're honestly for a six year for a young one it drinks really good actually. But, okay. That's nice. Ah,
3: I gotta take there, a swig. Yeah, there are some there's some like uh younger younger scotches and whiskies that taste like better
1: than their older counterparts. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they can stay in the wood for like too long and they take on a character that's like I don't wanna say like astringent, but like it's a it's a little it, it overpowers the yeah. actual whiskey notes sometimes yeah
2: for sure for sure,
1: but I know you like the big like smoky peaty like scotches so yeah man <laughs> love them love was them. one of like my go tos <laughs> <That's>
2: so good <laughs> yeah
1: good. I know <laughs> yeah. I've just... got, yeah I've
3: got yeah got like four so, different uh, bottles of Lagavulin um and like, isn't that
2: the like
1: um, what's his name from Carson Wright? Ron Swanson's like yeah, yeah, it.
2: whiskey. The lock of the wood. <laughs> uh,
1: it's like the only thing I ever see him drink.
0: All right, let's see. I'm trying to figure out how to share a screen here.
1: Okay. <laughs> I you had didn't it. Now what I go through.
0: Yeah, I yeah. had it, and then I closed it. <laughs> let's see.
1: He did have I, I can attest he did have it running before we started here, so.
3: Yeah, no, he did. I, saw, I was on when
1: I, when I showed up. Here. Jake, here, you so. picked the right person to do it. Yeah, I wasn't going to pick you. No,
3: no, I'm a dinosaur. All right, so Ange- Angelo says Did y'all see the John Stossel interview with Gloria Alvarez? She admitted as of now her run for president is technically BS because she's not 40 years old and doesn't have a political party yet. Yeah, right, yeah we talk talked about that. that. Yeah. Oh, y'all last already week. talked about that?
0: Well, not yet. That brought it
1: up last week, I was getting you know? to it. Gotcha.
0: Well, let's see. If I could share the screen, let's see if I can figure <laughs> that out.
1: <laughs> Will she be old enough by the time she would be like inaugurated or no? I don't think so. Uh,
3: I think it's she's a little short.
1: But I'll okay. look up her actual age. And Steve might have it here in a second. It's yeah. yeah, it's a good campaign strategy, either preemptively for your next run or just like culturally and politically to just kind of challenge, you know. Ha ha! He got it,
0: but it's only if it's in a browser tab for some reason,
1: as opposed to what?
0: Because I had I had a a forex chart I was going to share.
3: Oh, you can share from not a browser tab.
0: Let me see, because it's not.
3: If you just go, yeah, you can just go to share screen, and then you can do uh, multiple different. You can do like browser tab. You can do entire win- a window or a screen. Um, Why is it not letting let me do share. this then? Okay, maybe 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 your computer has some limits on it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. That could be it. What what's the forex chart about?
0: Okay, so anyways, yes. Yeah, so, so the forex chart. I was going to show you an illustration of how the dollar took a crap. I took a snapshot. Of some various currency pairs uh, yeah. at 3:45 this afternoon, and it was like a little 12-hour snapshot. And you can see at the opening of our markets, so we got the euro, and so so the way Forex trades is you make money on what's called pips, points, in percentage. I'm not going to get too nerdy on that for you, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so like so the euro versus the USD, uh, so that's you know the euro versus the dollar. Mm-hmm. It's usually right on par. Uh, so, anyways, this thing went up. 95 pips so the average daily range on this stuff is 25 to 35 pips wow so this is like you know three times more than a normal shift that the Holy euro crap. gained on us this morning at the opening of our markets wow. uh british pound went up 120 pips uh let's see japanese yen there's usually a lot of fluctuation there so that's not really anything to to be concerned with but okay so the dollar cad uh you know the canadian you know the loony the canadian dollar
1: the loony
3: yeah
0: uh, yes, a whole lot, but we've been in sky high territory against them for months. Uh, so we dropped That's down to a dollar thirty five versus the Canadian dollar, but that was that was one hundred twenty seven pip drop just in three wow. hours. Wow! Wow! So this is something that it's usually relatively stable. Again, you only see twenty five to thirty five in a given day, right? And so now, you know that
3: was just a couple of hours.
0: Yeah, I mean, this This is some kind of shift that even a, a, a novice forex trader like myself can make money on. So,
3: Man, that is it's nuts.
0: Just, it's interesting to see the effect of this stuff. Uh, you know, the Aussie dollar gained 81 pips on us.
1: Um, Are you saying we
3: should short the dollar? <laughs>
2: Dude, yes. You
3: should always short the dollar. Till the yeah. end of time, short the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm giving out financial advice. <laughs> always fair, yeah. Can can I actually be sued? Like every single time someone know. on a YouTube video says something about finance, and then they say they're like, "Not a this isn't financial advice. advice." Like, yeah, right. How often does somebody get sued for not giving financial advice but giving financial
1: advice? Like, I think it's only things that get in. Like, if you get in the way of the machine, and if you get enough, like during the whole like AMC thing that I talked to you about and stuff, like people were getting. Like they were really covering their bases with talking mm. about that because they were gonna go against, you know interesting the flow of the cogs here. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's it would only really come about in those kind of ways. But
3: interesting. I do know,
1: Steve, that like when was it? Was it
3: like six months ago, nine months ago? The dollar was like the strongest it's ever been against some of those other currencies.
0: Uh the Canadian dollar, the Japanese yen. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, the Japanese yen is the real one for concern uh, for concern because a lot of people talk about how much debt China holds. Uh, but in terms of the actual dollar amount, Japan holds more of our debt than China.
1: What? Really? Holy
3: crap. How is that possible?
0: And, and we have been in levels for a while that the last time we got that strong against the Japanese yen, both countries put their heads together in the late 90s and manipulated their currencies to get it back down to another level.
1: Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: and so that's that's one of the things you see, and that's why I'm bringing up George Soros here. Uh, So, because you get this kind of volatility, that's when you get the the super elite start monkeying with things. Yeah, you know, when you get a certain level of volatility, that's when they can start throwing their weight around and actually making impactful swings. Um, So, you know, with the way all the banks are internationally linked now, it's much harder to do this because they talk to each other much quicker. Mm. But September 16th, 1992. It's known as Black Wednesday. This is when the whole world got pissed off because George Soros made one and a half billion dollars in a month. <laughs>
2: oh my God.
0: Because he figured out that, uh, what was it? The Ger- It wasn't the, yeah, the German Deutschmark was really strong against other currencies, especially European countries or yeah. currencies. Uh, so you got like the British pound. I think the Swiss franc was one of them. And uh, <clears throat> what was it? I think this describes some of them too. Because the euro wasn't a thing then.
1: No.
0: They were talking about it, but it wasn't a thing. So I think they'd already proposed they it. It got it? shot down. Really. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyways. 92?
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And so he he almost single handedly, oh, as him like a couple of his hedge fund buddies, almost crashed the British pound. Like the entire monetary system of an industrialized Western nation almost crumbled. And it was because this guy, so the way the forex markets operate, they give you leverage. So okay. a lot of the European forex markets, the, the American forex markets, you know, if you get in them, they'll give you 50, 50 leverage, one in 50. So you put in $2, you get to play around like you got 100, mm. Um. which is cool, but you can get yourself but in a lot of trouble that way too. Is the risk
1: <laughs> leveraged also, you know? Like yes. you lose money, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, when you lose money, you lose 50 times as much as well. Yeah, yeah, but then there, there's also there's some European Forex uh, trading platforms that'll give you 100 times leverage. Uh, there's some African platforms that'll give you 100 times leverage. Wow. And I think that's what he was playing around with, too, because he even got with some of these legislators and told them, hey, your currency is is sitting a little too high against the German Deutschmark. They're real strong right now, and you're not. And they basically told him to piss off, and that's when he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to clear out the bank account and bet against this. <laughs> And he really did, I mean, he did some damage. And of course, you know, the internet wasn't really a strong thing back then. So it took the banks a while to catch up. So by the time they got all their reports mailed out and all that kind of stuff, they're like, holy crap, the British pound, uh, let's see if it says what he did, uh, exactly how much damage he did. Uh, I wish I had that chart that that I could bring up for you, too. I mean, it it was like it lost like 30% of value overnight. Wow, That is crazy.
1: How much capital did he put into it, into his bet?
0: Uh, I mean, he would only have to put two or three billion, you know, because back in the nineties, yeah, you get the fifty times leverage on two billion dollars. So that's you know, like a hundred billion dollars. I mean, that's like that's like ten percent of GDP. Shorten your own currency.
1: Yeah, goodness gracious. <laughs> I was going to comment just in general. I, I didn't even honestly know about the whole fifty and hundred X leveraging shit. That's crazy. But that's yeah. crazy. even even before you factor that in. Someone that's got billion with a B monies to throw around at stuff, this is when you get into the territory with like the hedge funds, like the, you know, the what is it, the Vanguards and the Black Rocks and the whatever of, you know, the world. When they decide to do a thing, if they put money into a thing or short a thing, they put so much in that you influence that market. Like if I bought ten dollars worth of some stock, it doesn't do a damn thing. It's a drop in a bucket, you know, it doesn't matter. When they do something, if they want it to go up, if you buy enough, it it'll go up. Like that's, or powerful. and then not only that,
0: but if your company controls enough capital, you know, guys like Warren Buffett, Jamie Dimon, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about this before. They can they can go on PMSNBC and talk about how Bitcoin is rat poison. Run away from it, right? And they sway enough public opinion with that.
1: Yes, yeah. More that like people run away from Bitcoin,
0: something. but while that's happening, yeah, yeah. You because know, there's one time that I think Jamie Dimon did it, like 2015, 2016. It was right before one of the halvings. And he went on he went on T V and trashed it. Warren Buffett went and trashed it. They were going in unison. And so everybody that was paying attention so to any like financial news, news was just bombarded were bombarded with articles news. and interview clips and don't do Bitcoin. Don't do Bitcoin. And it dropped like ten to fifteen percent. But then when that happened yeah, go buy it, like Warren Buffett and Chase Bank were the largest institutional buyers that week.
1: Yeah. When it yep. dips, yeah. So this is where it's a conflict of interest kind of a thing. Based on what they say publicly, it's either you buy the dip or you have a short against something. If it's I don't think I don't know if you can short Bitcoin, but if it's stocks or whatever, can you short Bitcoin actually? Like, is there such a thing as a short market on crypto? But I was yeah, think there's, yeah. Is yeah. there really? Can you do that? Yeah. I don't even know about this, but yeah,
0: uh, the the Chicago Mercantile Exchange uh, they trade crypto futures.
1: Oh, okay, all right. So it's it's very select, and then I
0: think the I think the London Exchange just picked it up. Uh, so yeah you can you can short bitcoin futures and things like that but that doesn't actually the fact you know, that like bitcoin...
3: half our like economy is based upon speculating on this crap is such garbage
1: yeah right like, honestly maybe it's, even more like it yeah. it's ridiculous how much of it is just like site games yeah,
3: and it, it makes it to where exactly what you're saying the most powerful and rich people can manipulate the things however they want to
2: yeah. Um, yeah, They can't do
3: it every time, but when they see an opportunity, they can definitely screw over millions of people and then by saying times... two words
1: on television. Yeah. Yes. And then the and then go pick up the pieces, go...
0: or go buy the property for
1: pennies yeah. on the dollar. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the, yeah, and then when real lives are destroyed, and everyone has to foreclose on their fucking homes, and then Blackrock goes, yeah, we'll buy those for half what they're going to be valued Dude. in five years or whatever, you know.
0: Blackrock is buying dorm rooms now on college oh my campuses, God.
1: wow, major BlackRock.
0: universities. Yeah. What? So college students are about that. to be paying rent to BlackRock to be in student campus housing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I
0: hate that. Oh, I while hate While they that. go protest against capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. it's the useful idiots that Stalin talked about. It's, right. you know, and they're I hate to say that, but it's just, they're naive. You know, some of them are smart. Um but some of them I are willfully ignorant. we should
1: agree. all be able to look back on when we were 17 and say we were naive. You know what I mean? If you aren't able to look back and say, I know more today than I did when I was 17, then you're doing something wrong, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and sure. what's the saying? You know, if you're not a liberal at 20, you have no heart. But if you're still a liberal at 40, you have no mind.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually interesting, yeah. yeah I had people me, they were like, "I promise you, when you get older, you'll lean away, basically from, you know, liberal sentiments." They, yeah. some people thought that I was going to be become a Republican, which is, and that much is not true. Like I've pulled out of the sort of like, you oh, know, well, you're not in Tennessee yet. Rallies. That's true. That's fair. What did you say, Jay? <laughs> So I've seen you at
3: those Nazi rallies before. Yeah, you're yeah. hidden well behind the hood, but man, I could tell it was you.
2: Yeah,
3: I just take the
1: wig off and I'm full skinhead, you know. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's terrible. No, all right, I, so uh, I don't want to bog everybody down with the financial stuff here. So let's I don't I didn't want to ignore Angelo at first. So yeah, the Stossel interview. I think uh Jake, I think you played this a little bit last week.
3: Um, um, was, was that maybe? the one that you played the clip of? Last week was hard, man. Last week, I, was, I had even worse service than I do now. So, <laughs> Yeah,
0: there we go. But that was, uh, yeah, so I, I've seen the Stossel interview. And, uh, yeah, so she is not of age to run for right. president in Guatemala. But what she's doing, what she's hoping for, is that she's going to gain enough popularity uh, that I mean, they'll actually put her on the debate it. stage. Yeah. Or they'll let her moderate one of the interviews, or she'll at least get some press coverage as, like, a... And, yeah you know, uh, just like a, a parallel campaign. And this yeah, is also actually. proof that she's not in this for self enrichment. Uh, Cause right now she's spending her own money going around doing this stuff, doing these tours, writing these books, uh, yeah. trying to get the word out. And, you know, so far all she really has under her belt was, you know, she, what she apprenticed for the Cato Institute for a while. She was one of the, one of the John Stossel fellows uh, yeah. for a while. And then she's got, she's got that one video where she, you know, she's got the Che Guevara patch and the, uh, the Soviet hat. I think that got like 15 million views or something crazy. Uh, so she's got international notoriety. So she might.
1: How, how long until the CIA gets involved in the race down here?
0: I mean, yeah, exactly. Are, are we sure, not are we sure they're right.
1: not already involved?
0: Yeah, they I use Dominion heard machines heard too, I believe. What's that? I said they also <laughs> use Dominion machines.
1: Oh. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I always just, anytime I, I hear, like, if it becomes a household name. I just now I just wonder like when is the CIA gonna send in someone to just disrupt the whole yeah. thing and do whatever but or <laughs> yeah. if they or if that person that name even is already but yeah. Yeah now, I'm not I, saying that in this case but
3: I mean I, I love that she's she's like running it like a regular campaign and you know it's to gain notoriety, it's to gain like spread spread her message and like get us you know, get what we stand for more in the public eye.
1: It's kind of similar yeah.
3: to a lot of libertarian campaigns that are actually running.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Where, like, if a if we we meeting, knew,
3: yeah. like, we knew Shane Hazel wasn't going to win. He knew he wasn't going to win, but we campaigned like we sure as heck were, and like, you know, got our message out as loud and far as possible.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so That's yeah, it's, it's similar to that, except this time, yeah, like what you said. See, like, she, like the only motivation for her is the message. Because she's not making any money from
1: this. Some of it is, like, on the political spectrum of things. But, like, think about, like, real people and, like, who votes. And I think some of the problem is, like, we don't have enough exposure. And now speaking more about, like, our country, because I I can't speak to the politics of, like, what is it, Guatemala? or what I don't know. but, um, But in our country, I mean, we have such a red v. blue type of a mindset for most people that I really think exposure is half the thing. And I was going to, so this is the broad problem, but I was going to talk about, like, Jake, that you had said that in, in living with your partner and how much just through, like, that direct exposure with you that she's changed how she, you know, thinks and feels on things politically quite a bit or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of that, if you think about, I think that's what needs to happen on a, on a broader scale. And these types of things, these campaigns for people, are having that effect, and the more people they reach, it's that, it's that a organic like exposure to the concept and being like, oh, yeah, actually, you know what? There's these two options that everyone thinks of, but I, I actually am learning that I think that this one, this third option represents how I feel and believe better, and I think we just need more of that. And so the campaigns, even if you think you won't win in that one, it's not a loss because there's an impact in the end, in the long run, of building... More and more of an exposure to this, a third option. You know? Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I
0: mean, just look at uh, you know Ron Paul. You know the Ron Paul Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. His phone banking campaign when he was running for president. Holy crap! Like it's, it oh, caused it. the Republican Party to split. It was that powerful oh. that there was a caucus that planted itself called the Tea Party.
1: Uh-huh. That was a
0: an offshoot essentially of oh,
1: the I Ron Paul the movement. Party. Yeah. That's so and funny. Then, I didn't realize it came with that.
0: Yeah, and, and it took the Republican Party on the national level like three, four years to figure out how to lead them astray and cut them off.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big yeah. thing.
0: I mean, that's 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 the equivalent of, of goat farmers repelling the largest military on the planet.
3: Yeah. And like... What's that? Another thing, thing like...
2: It, Afghanistan. The, uh, Afghanistan. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like the... People who see libertarian campaigns as a like as a loss or a failure um,
2: are and very short-sighted from
1: the people that are it's, like. Remember, remember this whole thing like a, a vote for Nader is a vote for Bush. Do you remember that whole thing like oh in yeah, 2000s? like not yeah. that that was libertarian. I think that was Green Party or something. But still, the third yeah. party, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and then it's, it's, it's a like,
3: short-sighted thing, especially for like it's yeah. it's it's like it's. People who cannot see into the future, who who live in the ex- like in only in the now, and, yeah, and yes. cannot fathom that growth of an idea is and victory. aren't willing
1: to take that chance and that risk of trying to yeah. get it yeah. to change. Yeah, and then there's that like cultural sort of like because I I get flack sometimes because like I, I I don't vote you know red or blue or whatever, and then you know I can tell from my family that they're like mm, but like. You're voting for Trump. If you don't, I'm like, fuck you. I don't know. Like, it's
0: just like a thing that I'm just, I get annoyed about it. Well, so here's one thing. And uh, Ryan Graham pointed this out when he was running for uh, lieutenant governor this last time around. This was one of his best clapbacks I've I've heard in a a long time was, uh, hey, guys, you know, in the last election, you say, you know, if you're not voting for this, you're voting for that. Uh, Need I remind you, none of the above gets, way more than both of them in every election.
2: Yeah. You know, was really what was
0: you know when, so this last presidential election, at least around here, you know, where I'm from in Georgia, I think we had like a 42% turnout. And that was historic. Historic voter turnout. So 58% said screw both of y'all.
1: Oh, by so not voting for neither, but by not voting.
0: Yeah. Just sat on their the hands or theater. or didn't yeah. show up, whatever. 58% right. said, I don't like either of y'all.
1: Because uh-huh. isn't there an option on the ballot for like a neither kind of a thing? Like on, Only in on the Libertarian the Party. Is yeah. it really?
3: O- yeah. Only for libertarian uh elections. No but in Georgia way. we can pencil in anything. Uh
0: you, you can always not vote for something and right. I usually wind up penciling in ham sandwich. Yeah, you know, somebody's running unopposed. Uh huh.
2: You know, a county <laughs> coroner or
0: something like that. There's no one else running against
3: them. Just <laughs> ham sandwich.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ham on rye. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine
3: if you had to get elected county coroner? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, how is that a partisan position? Yeah. Some, you know, in some places it is.
1: Holy crap! I don't want no dirty how? fingers in my what, dead body. Like, like
3: <laughs> in what world is that? Some you really have to vote on coroner in some places.
1: Yeah, Wow. Shouldn't it how? be the person that went to school for? coroning,
0: if that's where. <laughs> yeah. Well, then how do you campaign for that? You know, people are dying for my services.
3: <laughs> God. God, I want to work on a corner campaign. That would just that would be the the wild. the like one-liners that you could write for that. Yes. Is, yeah. Like so much fun. That'd Cor- be a oh yeah. of plumbers like
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man.
0: So. All right, Angelo. thinks Chase Oliver did better than Shane Hazel, but so here's here's one thing that I want to point out to you, though. Both of these guys got attention, got major attention, got enough to piss both parties off. Yeah. Yep. With pennies on the dollar compared to what the other guys were fundraising. That's um, always true. Yeah. You know, Chase Oliver was up against, I think, a billion dollar machine. Um, and, and I mean, the governor's race it much less than that, from what I understand. I, th- I think. Um. Camp had to spend at least two hundred million and do all kind of back deal favors.
1: Yeah, yep. It's it's the yep. Kansas City Chiefs versus public high school football or middle school football. Like, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, but he, that, he was, that was that was one of those interesting the stats because I think um, what Senator Warnock he was spending almost five dollars per vote, and Herschel Walker was spending somewhere like two and a half to three dollars per vote, and Chase spent I think eight cents per vote. I was going to say, is it even a penny? Like,
3: yeah. Yeah. So, you know,
1: that's 100%. Eight
0: cents. Yeah. Right. You know, 100% of his voting base was organic and truly believed in him instead of just blindly going with one narrative or the other. Same thing with Shane Hazel. You know, both these guys had strong messages. They stayed true to principle and and, Mm -hmm. uh, they were beasts on the debate stage, both of them. I I love how Shane exposed the Persian, uh, the Prussian model of education. Um, Yeah. It, you know, and, and he was getting into the police brutality thing, and then Chase, uh, you know, it's the economy, stupid. Uh, you know, he was just speaking real hard on fiscal numbers, and it, I think that both of them creamed their opponents in my
1: mind. I like that, yeah, in the culture of kind of like third party in general, we're able to look at different candidates and different people and be like, I like what they have to say about this, I like what this person has to say about that, I think they're better at this. Mm-hmm. I think, but it's because we're not fully. I wonder if there will be a day, let me skip ahead to this, like where. I will have to look somewhere else than the Libertarian party. Like if the Libertarian party gets like to be another cult, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sort of kidding (laughs) because I think it'll be a while, but you know, cause like I had to pull away from my, from my side, I had to pull away more from a left leaning uh, orientation through my family and background because it got a little culty for me. Like, and it got a little where I'm like, well, okay, that doesn't need my voice to (laughs) disseminate more of this, you know, angle. Um, and I wonder if one day the Libertarian Party will need uh, a counter. With.
3: So it's, it, that's already happened. Like ev- every organization goes through like phases where, where they are um, not as principled or not like don't stand up for what they actually say they're standing up for. And yeah. Libertarian Party until last year for about eight to ten years prior had been that. It was a whole bunch of lip service to our principles, but not actually standing for anything. And mm. so the Mises Caucus, um, which I'm a part of, and I don't know mm. if Stephen is. I think Stephen is. But
0: well, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. I've read the planks. So I got no problems with them. <laughs> so.
3: um, but uh, you know, um, we basically staged like a like a voting revolution within the party and took every single position in the party at national convention, um, and. Ba- not putting up with this anymore we're going to go back to principles we're not going to worry about all this identity politics bs that they were all about we're not going to try to find common ground like mike was saying last week we're
1: not going to try to find common ground with the politicians
3: of the opposite parties
1: no i i really thought that was an interesting stance to take of just being like wait no that's that is the don't feed into the problem of it be more principled and let people come through their own like you know logic and rationale like
0: And and don't descend into the tribalism of, you know, well, hey, I'm I'm from this block or this neighborhood or I look like this or this is who I have sex with. Like, I really matters, man. Like, we've got the government trying to tell us what to do.
1: I don't want someone to vote for libertarians just by some weird culty like identity thing. Like, I that's what makes libertarianism so good is that it is so rooted in principle. But I didn't realize I would never like stage or it wasn't.
3: Yeah, no, I, I would never like vote straight ticket just libertarian just because. No, I wouldn't either.
1: Just down the like, line, there are some
3: no. Republicans that I'd still vote for. There's some
1: Democrats that I'd still vote for. Sure, if they're running against
3: certain people, but it, it's it's all about who they're up against. Like,
1: but that situational is part of it. Yeah, and also what we were just talking about about being able still to think for yourselves and to assess the situation and to look at individual, you know setups and, and who people you know are uh, running against like you said and like what they stand for and sometimes there's probably I don't know many by name but there's probably some libertarians that I don't agree with as you know collectively that much but even that person might have one or two things that I agree with I just don't know if I would want them in office you know but right,
3: right. absolutely that, that's, why we have Noda. that's why we have Noda I agree it's with
1: like... Angela here on the <laughs> debates like yeah
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, I mean, the number it's of laws that against not, third parties, yeah.
1: pff, it's crazy. It's the yeah. fact that we're that's not, insane. you know. Well, and why don't we have, no have fourth parties. and
0: fifth and sixth and seventh parties? Uh, you know, <laughs> you look at, uh, we were talking about Germany earlier. I, I think <laughs> yeah. they've got like seven or eight political parties, which is that's most, one of the most, most fascinating ways that power. Angela Merkel's been able to stay in power because yeah. she has to assuage like four major parties.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Stephen, it's Angela Okay, it's Angela Merkel. Oh, excuse me. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct pronunciation. Show some yeah, respect well, to it. Welcome tyrant. to
0: America, Angela. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got you got to show those tyrants some respect, you know. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't
0: know much
1: about
0: it. Her. Here's something You're interesting. Shithead. I'm gonna see if I can zoom in, but I may not be able to. But anyways, I just wanted to point this out. So this is uh this is the website for Gloria Alvarez's alma mater. Uh, University okay. of God, Francisco, Marquin, But Veritas, Dude, such Libertas, a great school What's that?
3: Such a great school.
0: There we go. So Veritas, Libertas, Justitia is their motto. Milton Friedman called this the best school in Latin America. Because keep in mind, was it the 80s? That he was down there with the, the Chicago
3: boys teaching them how to that get a hold of their right. inflation? Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they did great. GDP went through the roof, and that was all stuff that caught Gloria's attention because she was just old enough to see these guys talk in that game and saw the difference it made in her town, and that kind of exposed her to that. Mm-hmm. And then later she goes to this college, and that's one of the things she was talking about. Uh, you know, the Stossel interview was mentioned, and she was she just also, talking about...
2: Yeah.
0: Sorry, huh? go ahead. Uh, so during her Stossel interview, uh, you know, it's about 30 minutes long, so I'm not really going to cue that up, uh, but she was just <laughs> talking about uh, how they were forced to read... Uh, Karl Marx, but then also read Ayn Rand. You know, so boy, I one R- day R- they're reading Das Kapital, and then the next week they're reading The Fountainhead. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, and so they actually got the full spectrum analysis right. uh, to understand. Which, by the way, you know, it's worth pointing out that before Karl Marx was doing his writings, he invented the word capitalism. Uh, <laughs> capitalism was not in the vernacular before he came around.
1: That's interesting. So
0: because no he had to, he had to frame it as an opposition to his ideology. So he had to have yeah. a word for it.
1: A hero is only as good as its villain, you know? That's right. Yeah.
0: There you go. And, and then, you know, if we learn anything from Ender's Game, you have to become your villain to truly defeat them.
1: Or, I was going to... That's funny that you said the Ender's <laughs> Game version. There's a similar thing of, like... Yeah, the which is why... The if
0: you want to go see Marx's story. grave today, you got to pay five
3: bucks to get in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you either that's die so here, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Gloria didn't, uh, according to one of the interviews I I listened to with her, she didn't even know that that school was all about um, liberty and, like, individual liberty and all that. She just thought it, because it's named after a a priest who's famous throughout uh, Guatemala or wherever, you know, throughout uh, South America. Mm -hmm. and uh, But they used the priest's name in order to just have it be, like, sound like a normal school. And so oh,
2: she I only chose Tarquito. the
3: school because it was where she wanted to, like the town she wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And so she chose that school. And it turns out um, her first few days, her professors tried to get her to like, really dig into capitalism. And she was like, absolutely not. absolutely <laughs> not.
2: <laughs>
3: And finally, she came around. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's an. It, she's she's got an interesting story. I like her a lot. Oh, yeah. I love Alden drinking straight from the bottle. That's my favorite thing.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man.
1: That's my favorite thing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Just going in. Alcohol kills germs, you know. Would... Ah!
3: There we go. Okay,
0: Adam Smith invented capitalism. Was, was he using the word capitalism? Because it's my understanding that until Marxist ideology came about, that was not in the common vernacular. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam, so Smith, is, Adam Smith was just preaching the invisible hand.
1: I, um, I remember this. Yeah, I remember that. Um, this reminds me of like, did the CIA invent the word conspiracy theory, or did they just like kind of like prom- propagate it, promote it, you know, to like fan the flames mm-hmm. of, of the and keep it alive? You know, well, I'm sure some folks were already throwing it around,
0: but they're the ones that popularized it. Yeah, you know, because saying. that was so, that was right about the same time they were getting Operation Mockingbird up.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't
0: know if uh, you know Young Anderson Cooper was already an intern with the CIA, <laughs> but uh,
1: is that yeah, right? That,
0: that was about the yeah yeah he, he I interned would not with him. Be
1: surprised at all. It
0: was either CIA or FBI. It was it was one of the one of the intelligence
1: agencies. Doesn't even hardly matter. I would not be surprised. Yeah. There's so many people that um, in the in journalism. Do you, there was a there's a famous like well I say famous among people that are interested like it's a well-known clip of someone getting interviewed. I don't think it was um, uh, Alan Dulles or whatever but it was like the head of the CIA at that time and they were talking about like do you have you know journalists like have you bribed them or paid them or do you have them like you know on hire and they're basically like kind of bumbling around the answer but it, it basically spells out that even then, they had journalists around the world that were in their pocket and uh they, yeah that's I not mean, surprising no i mean not i mean not for us not at all yeah um, but this has been in the works for i mean 50 to 75 years or more like it's been you know this has been a huge project like
0: oh yeah um, but all, all the underpinnings of what's going on right now were being installed in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So that was right about the time you know, we had Barry Goldwater, we had the JFK assassination, the Trilateral Commission got formed, and also the John Birch Society got started up. Um, Things so, that you
1: really need to sway the public a certain way on their, their take on events. And so one mm. whole hand, one whole side of it is the media and this journalism.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that was, uh, I don't know if you've ever read Behold a Pale Horse.
1: Oh, yeah, we talked about, about Bill this. Cooper. Absolutely. Yeah. William Cooper, man, yeah.
0: That, that was one of the stories, you know. And, and, of course, you know, he mixes in BS with true stories, so you don't really know what's what. But he a really did share some classified information, you know, in that book.
1: <laughs> I wonder if some of it was to protect himself or if some of it, yeah. we talked about this, where if some of it was that's what was told to him, because this is a common thing, is that they'll be told – half-truths and truths. And so well, probably both,
0: right. you know, So, I, to some degree, he probably was a limited hangout, uh, but he even said, you know, in his epilogue or prologue, one of them, that yeah. he mixed in some BS to insulate himself, but
1: it yeah. Yeah. still didn't
0: work because, you know, Bill, uh, Bill Clinton still sent the goons after him.
1: Oh, yeah, he ended up getting shot on his own Yeah, he got gunned down in his own driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he got lured out of his house because they were playing loud music, acting like they were like teenagers on his property, and he drove over there, and that's what that's what it all started. And, and then he tried to get back to his house. He was actually fleeing back to his house when they uh, supposedly fired at him, and then he fired back and all that and whatever. But uh, okay. do you know he never paid taxes? <laughs> really? <laughs> and a, yeah, and for a okay. while he they left him alone. But yeah. He well, did neither did Erwin
0: Schiff, and he died in prison just a couple of years ago.
1: Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah
0: he, he was actually resting his laurels on the statutes were illegitimate
1: yeah right and he that was winning in court
0: and the judge was just like i gotta keep you in prison because if this gets out the entire tax code is repealed yes
1: exactly and it makes an example of one person be on the principle of that it is unconstitutional yeah dude yeah.
3: I'm, i've already started like preparing a case for to take to to take to court about property taxes here in montana Yes. Like I'm compiling an insane amount of information, data, precedents, like everything, because they're Um, basically they're going to increase my property tax as soon as I build something on it. Even though they don't provide road, they don't provide gas, they don't provide electricity, they don't provide water, they don't provide power. That's right. Oh my god. they provide absolutely nothing for me, and they're going to make me pay thousands in property tax.
1: Oh in how god. this goes i want you to i want a full report on my desk like play by play i want to know Dude, how this goes it'll be in the, it'll be in the it.
3: headlines like it, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> yes. be big i'm gonna make it big Yeah. make
1: video productions revolving around the case like it's gonna you be a should, thing oh my god there's so many things i want to send you that you could cite do you know i'm so bad at like pulling up information like on the fly but do you know about the case where the guy argued about uh the you might know this because it has to do with the, the whole like um, banking system thing. The guy in 08, when they were gonna um uh, what, not repo, what's the I we, we just said the word earlier with the house and they foreclosed <laughs> on his house, and um, yeah, and so he made a case that the bank did not put up any risk or any capital. And he did when he signed the loan, but the, the bank didn't. And in their contract, it was supposed to be that each are risking something. But with the fractional reserve banking system, the bank basically just makes money out of nothing. And so there's no risk. It didn't come from capital that they already owned. And he won. And he That's, that's
3: genius. Yes.
1: And he so he's like, they did not front anything. There was no risk on their side. I should not have to... Uh, have them he got a hour. judge
3: to understand yes. fractional reserve banking
1: Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> but he won and so I don't know why this is pretty quiet because I don't think people there, there are many um, entities that don't want this uh known but this is it's once it passes in law it usually is like you know like you know the whole like like roe v wade or whatever and I don't mean to make this about that but just like anything like a case where it's like once yeah. passed then it's been argued and it's been legitimately established that the logic exists around a certain case and yeah. this is one where the banks don't have any precedent to take your home in a foreclosure because they yeah. don't put up any risk when they that not not even close to equal that you do anyway. No, I, know, I know what you're talking about There's I'm there's a
0: guy to... that and the oh gosh the website evades me right now but he's the one that's he's one of the big ones pointing out that the mortgage database m-e-r-s uh-huh that is the, the whole mortgage title insurance for the yeah. whole country the holding company that owns them also owns the new york stock exchange oh, oh that's, that's
1: my god that's ridiculous yeah, yeah i believe of course it, it does so, so yeah, don't know don't, know don't
0: think something. that you're also not being traded as an asset
3: so Kirby, no this is happening again I don't know if it's, it's not yellow fever this time, but it's some other uh, disease that they're dropping mosquitoes on Florida and Georgia to see what happens. They're I, doing it again.
1: Yeah. I, before you even said it, I was worried about Florida because, one, mosquitoes in Florida are kind of synonymous. Two, Florida is where they're trying to do this thing where they do the, like, fucking Jurassic Park-level mutant, like... GMO mosquito thing where they, they introduce those into the environment where yeah. they basically can't breed or something like that. Why yeah. is this a good idea? This has never been a good idea. Like, Well,
0: and that's like, uh, you know, North Atlantic, that, that, in the that GMO idea. salmon that was like crossbred yeah. with uh, like a it's roach or something mango. or a beetle.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say something that makes it so that – or no, I'm thinking of another thing where they take salmon – they take salmon DNA – that has natural like antifreeze qualities, and they give it to berries or something. But what were you saying? I'm so sorry. No, this is
0: a GMO salmon that's swimming in streams today. Uh, I don't know exactly Why? what they spliced <laughs> it with, but it's supposed <laughs> to, you know, get big faster. Yo. So it's more it's more farmable, harvestable, yes, harvestable meat. But if it gets in the wild ecosystem,
1: yeah, it it's will for the farm salmon. Yeah,
0: yeah, it'll kill off is, like, natural salmon. Yeah.
1: It's these
3: people are morons.
1: Yeah. They're oh, a legs. bunch of idiots. Yeah. Like,
3: <laughs> stop manipulating nature. It's insane. Yeah, stop, stop trying to breed things with other weird things. Like, yes. y'all are idiots. Stop doing it's
2: this.
0: So well, weird. selective crossbreeding is one thing, you know, because that's how we have broccoli, right? Yeah, you know, selectively crossbred cabbages, broccoli, wasn't the thing, like so three hundred years ago.
3: Well, broccoli sucks. So
1: screw
2: that. <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows broccoli rock where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but that's <laughs> you know, it's different. It's different to cross pollinate something than right. to get in and genetically modify it with a fish or something. You know, it's a whole different thing. But,
0: <laughs> but the the CRISPR, just stuff. saying,
3: genetically modified fish is hilarious. Yeah, it right. just makes me think of gay, gay fish with the south
0: Oh my god!
1: Another south reference today. Oh, oh
0: man! All right. Well, hey, let me let me bring this up to get back to the uh, Fiscal Responsibility Act. Sure. Let's see if <laughs> the, the, it. will it play audio.
1: Can you guys hear that Segway, i can't hear nope. it.
3: can't hear it is it on mute is that is the thing on mute
1: right there let me see here
3: jake
1: the do video? you have it wired directly is that how you what? do it or how do you so uh,
3: the only way to share audio is through a tab not through a screen which fyi through hmm. so a tab
1: it's on a yeah, browser if you, tab. if you go
3: share yeah if you but it's it that I can see the other tabs, uh-huh. so you have to get to the point where it's only, like, there. there's an option when you say share, um, and that, that secondary screen pops up, it'll it'll have a little checkbox in the bottom left-hand corner that says share audio technology. as well. So uh, I would just take this it. off the screen and try to reshare. And me, and, me right. and Alden can continue to talk about how stupid genetically modified things yes. are. Yes. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let me see if I can figure this out.
3: Oh yeah, it it just it just makes no sense. Um, like it well, it's, it's just so dumb to do that. I don't go I don't understand the
1: it. Average person that they're like, wait, like before we know everything about that, what if we like err on the side of caution and just like don't? And then like how who is in charge of being like superseding everyone else's common sense and be like, no, we're gonna put mutant mosquitoes into the fucking environment, and just yeah. release them into the wild, like
3: what? How, who also- decides? To- <laughs> Dude, it's just nuts. It's like, why don't we take this thing that everyone hates, modify it, and then yeah. release more of them? Yeah. Like <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. That's so like you're you're there's no way you're gonna beat nature. Like nature no, will destroy
1: no. you. Stop no. it. <laughs> We've got um, <laughs> They say.
3: should do a trans fish episode.
1: Trans fish. <laughs> Jeff Golder, That'd be great. man, I mean he said it, he, you know, nature. Life finds a way, man. Like, we can't, don't fight it, you know? Yeah, I mean, oh it, it's, it's,
3: it's similar to the, like, sci-fi, you know, sci-fi movies where, like, they'll make a sci-fi movie with awesome stuff in it, gadgets and stuff, and then, like, 15 right. years later, we have a version of those. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we man. made Jurassic Park. You saw how this ended. Yeah. Why are you doing this?
1: <laughs> it's the Dumb and Dumber thing where he's, like, he does the whole prank on Sea Bass, to get him to wave his hand, to get him to buy the check, and then down the road they're like, um, "What? So what happened? They got away, with Scott Reed. He's like, "No, they caught up to him a mile down the road and slit their throats." It was a good <laughs> one. It's that we're doing that, where it's like we should have got the message. But it's not. Working. That's such a
3: good reference. That's such I, a good reference.
1: I'm just gonna do movie references every week now. It's like last one was The Lord of the Rings. This one's Dumb and Dumber. And
3: like, <laughs> dude, I'm, I love it. I'm I'm totally on board with that.
1: <laughs> what am I like... figured out,
3: Steve. Yeah, what's
1: I don't think
0: so because there's not a microphone shown on top of this tab. So there's still some good stuff in the article. I can come over that.
3: Okay. Yeah. Do that.
0: Yeah. So here we go. So we got. So the U.S. House passed the Fiscal Responsibility Act, raises the debt ceiling at least $4 trillion, retains the bulk of new IRS compliance agents sought by Democrats, and claws back a meager spoonful of a bloated $4 trillion in excess COVID-19 funds.
1: Trillion uh, with a T is such a scary, like, I like my insides curdle, I don't even understand how bad the number is big. Like, that's crazy. No no
3: one, you can't understand it. And that's why no, I know, don't even yeah. focus on it. Because, like, that number is unfathomable.
1: I can't. Like, there's that many cells in my body. I I, I don't know how many there that is. Like,
3: that's why. Yeah. That's why you can't talk to people about this. When you're like, well, the U.S. is in debt thirty-one trillion dollars. They're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Like that. number you know, is you know, absolutely nothing to anybody.
1: I always think about this in terms of like, what if we were in a village of thirty people, and someone was trying to pitch you the type of, the the whatever equivalent absurdity our government tries to pitch to us, those 30 people would be like, go fuck yourself. There's no way that <laughs> this would work. If we all live in small communities, none of this would work. They yeah. would get kicked off the island. I don't get it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Diffusion of
3: gotcha. responsibility, diffusion of all sorts of stuff, man. Like yeah, the, no. the larger a country gets, the worse it gets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, insane. Scale is a huge problem in this.
0: Yeah. So here's the interesting fact. This passed the House 314 to
1: 117. Holy Unonymous. crap. Wow.
0: Yeah. And wow. So there was 46 Democrats who voted no because they thought it didn't spend enough.
2: Wait, and... what? <laughs> no, oh, that's yeah. not
0: real.
3: Oh, that's yeah. That's insane. So the, the people who voted no weren't the ones against it. They were saying, it's not doing enough. Oh, yeah.
0: So after the bill passed... There was one guy that broke his silence. Well, now we're allowed to say it. We rolled them talking about this is a Democrat rep talking about the Republicans.
1: What is happening?
0: Yeah. So they
3: just wanted to get one over on the Republicans. That's great. That's great. That's much, much odd. It's freaking theater, four it's a trillion sporting event.
1: Out of spite. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't
3: know if it. that's always going to happen, Angelo.
1: That that might not happen very much further into the future.
3: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: that, we were talking uh, about Social Security before, and that like I have such little faith in it at this point that I. I mean, I'm not. I've. I've not. It's not even been on the calendar for my life. Like I've. It. it it's not a factor in my comfort in my retirement at all. And I'm not saying that you don't deserve it, and you know that you worked for it, and it was promised to you. I'm just saying I don't trust that it'll yeah. be there and so like I and so I have not uh done anything in my life to get that like really going.
3: Oh, no um, me neither. I I I that's why I'm a 1099. Like I I don't do any of that crap. Like I yeah, i will be here. You know, yeah. I pay as few taxes as possible. I claim everything like Dude,
1: I have debated paying no taxes, but here's the thing. I live with my girlfriend Haley and yeah. I don't want there to be knocks on the door. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I have a Just, certain responsibility to her.
3: Yeah, that's fair. But One of my so, friends hasn't paid taxes in five years. Yeah. And has not been contacted once. Okay, all And right. she makes she makes a decent amount of money.
1: I was going to ask that next in terms of not, like, to price. And she lives in New York. Of all places. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's very a interesting. Thickens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. I guess... Hmm.
3: But one reason she hasn't been contacted might be that there's too many people in New York
1: <laughs> that are also probably doing it, but
3: yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, honestly, though, uh, I
1: have legitimately because like I'm, I'm trying to do like a lot of like my own business kind of thing, and it's like it's one thing when it's like taken out of your check and you're like, well, I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but when you're the yep. one that has to like pay it out of your yeah. account, you're like, what if I just didn't, you know? And yeah. honestly. In the spirit of William Cooper, I have thought about it many, many, many days that not to do <laughs> it, you know, or to give like $12, what I think I should give, you know. Like.
3: Well, dude, generally speaking, as a 1099, me and Nikki end up getting either getting money back or paying next to nothing.
1: Okay. Well, then every next- single year that's the stage that I'll go into next and hopefully, uh, keep all your you. receipts because <laughs> yeah. otherwise yeah. It's, it's very tough to claim things.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I was keeping all of my receipts and then recently I'm just like, I can't keep any more receipts. This I need is to start there. being an adult <laughs> and try it because I never do. They just end up in the bottom of
1: some grocery bag and I don't know. Either, mm-hmm. but yeah.
3: I'll receipts. I mean, talk about a thing of the past. Like the IRS needs to see yeah. your freaking receipts just go yeah. look at my statement and see what I yeah. got, you <laughs>
1: idiot. Doesn't everyone, like, if I can find it, can't you find it? Like, doesn't everyone know? Like, honestly.
3: Yeah, like, why do I need to show a receipt for $76 worth of gas? What like,
1: was the if, Patriot if it's, if it's for? From,
3: if it's from Exxon, obviously it's <laughs> <breaking Yeah>. gasoline.
1: <laughs> it wasn't $60 worth of M&Ms. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this yeah. is interesting because we're talking about Guatemala and syphilis. Grumpy brought up, you know, the mosquitoes. This is something that always comes to my mind and people yeah. are like, No, this didn't actually happen. I watched it on T V. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton apologized for syphilis experiments in Guatemala. Oh my god. Now of course, you know, officially, this was from nineteen forty six to nineteen forty eight. But, you know, we won't we know it went on a whole oh, lot longer. We-
1: as soon as we cancel the program, they're officially gone and done. We've never dabbled in the
0: game. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, after Tuskegee, you know, after that got yes. rolled back, they yes. were like, Well, now we have all these tainted medicines. Where are yeah. they gonna go? Yeah. Well, the same place the uh, the false world series championships t shirts go. <laughs> you know, some of them go to Central America. Some of them go to Africa.
1: That is so unfortunate, but such a good analogy. Oh my God, that is amazing. Or if it's in the case of where did all the the stockpiles of uh, biological warfare weapons that we have? Where do they go? And it's like, oh, sprayed on our food. They turned into basically pesticide. Like that's fun. Like, yep. So oh, that's. Domestic. Have you looked into uh,
0: right. Have you looked into biosludge?
1: No, not what? specifically. What is this? So,
0: all right. Municipal waste, right? So, municipal wastewater. yeah. So, the yeah. sewer. Uh, they, they These plants, they take in the gray water, uh-huh. and, you know, they filter out the doo-doo. They filter out some of the medications. You know, a lot of the hormones still make it back in.
1: That's a hard uh, one to filter. And then in.
0: they make it clear and somewhat tasteless, and they call it drinking water.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's
0: how municipal water works.
1: Yeah. Uh, but oh, then no, they
0: have these solids. Other countries burn this stuff. Uh And then they use that burned, you know, the burned solids for energy Uh or whatever. And then after that, it turns into an ash that has no other, you know, chemical residue in it. So it is basically just carbon and nitrogen.
1: I was going to say nitrogen fertilizer. That's legit
0: fertilizer. We're not burning ours. So New York City puts it on a train and it goes to Mobile, Alabama. And often the trains derail. Oh, God. And it's just a
3: train load of human waste
0: in the middle of a soybean field.
1: Skid row. Yeah, that's bad.
3: Can you imagine living on that farm and having a, that train derail on your oh farm? Oh, well, your crop
0: yield would go through the roof that year. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
3: you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> smells like money to me.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: oh yeah. You're working in a hazmat suit
1: for the next nine well, yeah. months. Yeah,
0: yeah. But then you ask, then you ask the guy, do you eat your own soybeans? He's like,
1: eh. Not really. <laughs> no, it's like, do you fish out of that pond by the highway? And you're like, you know, no. This oh, is, when it comes to burning things, this is where uh, some places burn some things and like we have a lot of like, you know, regulations on what we burn. Some things aren't as bad as others, but like burning garbage is like, I think everyone can agree is a bad idea because you're burning plastics and things like that. And that's like a whole different thing. Good luck
3: telling the people out in the sticks of Montana that.
1: Well, ah. so interesting. On that one, but even just like on a, a whole like a national level like process here, not just like people in the woods, but like most uh, like 90 percent or some crazy number of our recycled plastics don't get recycled. It's like 90 or 95 or something. Oh, it's an insane. So it it gets boated over to China where it's like some, you know, it's like, oh, they're going to. Oh, and they just the
0: drop it boat. in the ocean. That's why we have a, a Texas sized trash island. In the they Pacific.
1: They bury it, drop I'm gonna it. I'm going to move burn there. It, whatever. And <laughs> like, but as long as we're not the ones doing it, we have that blind eye thing where we're like, ah, eh, we sold it to China or we, or we paid China to take whatever the, the thing is. And, and then they burn hmm. it. So it's like, well, it's the same thing. If we, if we know what's happening with it, why are we doing it anyway?
3: Yeah. I, I, wonder,
1: I wonder ahead, how
3: floatable that, that trash island because, like, that might be a legit place to go move to at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: world, like, water, like, Kevin Costa, the water world, like, on like Trash Island. Oh, my God. That's perfect. There you go. That's a, a, that's a pretty turf hard on hard top hard. of it. I've got yeah. a. That's a, a, that's a South Park. Episode.
0: <laughs> well, um, so I, I had an idea. Uh, you know, it would solve the border crisis. So we just dig a big trench along the Mexican border instead of building, instead of building a wall. You know, we just dig a hole, say, say 15 feet deep, 20 feet wide, whatever be necessary, put all the trash there and set it on fire.
2: (laughs) Jesus.
3: You know?
0: And if you you cross a a river of trash to get here, welcome home, brother.
1: Yeah,
3: honestly, you know know what?
1: Yeah, we got a spot for you, yeah. (laughs)
3: Alden, Alden, what was your question?
1: Oh, so I was curious, either of you, really, but I know that Stephen, we've kind of dabbled in this a little bit with, like, 9-11 related material here, but do you know about, like, how... Fast, we sent off all the scrap steel from the rubble pile to China on barges. Like after the event, are you aware of this? Like how it was. It was within weeks, right? It was within like a. It was as soon as it was humanly like cool enough to handle. It was like five fucking days or something that they piled this up and sent it to China or whatever. Which is one. We're we are saying. It's a crime scene. That's what we're that's what everyone is saying. It's a terrorist yeah. level crime scene. And we're gonna send the evidence to China to melt down. That's what there we do with it. Yeah.
0: And and you know, one of the one of the guys that trained the pilots is golfing buddies with George Bush.
1: Yeah, and then uh, George Oops. Bush's brother was the guy that headed Securicom or Americom or whatever the hell the name of the security company yeah, that was in charge of the but- towers. But y'all it,
3: it's it's not that they're corrupt. It's that the terrorists have that good connection that they, you know, they're, they're one of the well. best the one of the best teachers, you know, the best pilot
0: yeah. school. Yeah, they go three <laughs> weeks of flight school and you can take a seven forty seven in a downward corkscrew.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. And then ride this close to the ground to get hit the Pentagon where there's not even enough air to draft to do it. It's physically not possible whatever.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then how do you, and then how do you make the plane actually look like a missile in the security footage?
1: Do you know that people,
0: you know, that's some David Copperfield stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: people, people said, so there was um, multiple people that were on the ground that were like, you know, getting reported or, or interviewed or whatever that were like, Hey, it looked more like, you know, a missile or whatever. And then they would have, they would be like, it would go black and they would be like, Oh, we lost him. You know, if they started talking about a missile, they, it would, they would be like, oh, we lost him. This is stuff that I saw when it was happening, and I have I you know found footage of it or whatever later that I'll, I'll bring up whenever we do our big 9-11 thing. Um, we're
3: doing it. It's going to be but awesome. But it
1: always, it cut out every time they were ta- someone was saying it looked like a small plane or a missile, it would cut out. Then they would have these people that would describe this big, it was like they were like, I saw the logo on the side. It was a United Airlines it was going by apparently 600 miles an hour, but I saw the logo. And those are people <laughs> that I think are paid fucking actors that were there. And they, of course, it doesn't cut out. The footage doesn't cut out on these fucking people. Anyway, don't it's even so easy honestly to get started pay on people to do
3: footage. that. Oh, it's so easy to pay people to do that.
1: To pay a young FBI agent to act like they're a bystander, like that's never happened. Yeah.
3: Okay. We're okay no, I think maybe episode. maybe this yeah. week maybe this week the three of us and i guess zach zane and nick can look at our schedules and see see what we got going on the rest of the summer i know alvin's a little bit up in the air but it yeah. would be nice to have a date that we're like okay we can plan for this date and all meet up you know in atlanta or wherever and yeah we can either do it in person or we can do it virtually but it we're, it's going to be a freaking production, and we're going to stage it, and it's going to be oh. phenomenal.
1: Oh, it's going to be a thing. I'm bringing whiskey. We're going to be there a while. Like yes, yeah. Um,
2: okay. I, it, it
3: probably I, will not be live. It will probably be pre recorded and then we will I would edit, so we can edit some things. That might make not sense
2: not necessarily
3: don't. edit things out, just make it a little bit less chaotic, because I know it's yeah. going to be chaotic. You might um, need to
1: edit me out a lot. Oh my actually. gosh, Redvex yeah. wants
3: it in front of a live crowd that can't Live happen crap. because we're going to be talking for i mean it's got to be we're going to be talking for like 8 hours about this oh thing. oh man we, i can talk
1: for 24 hours about 911 like for
3: no it, it no my, it'll show. probably end up being multiple episodes like it'll it probably could, be like a four it part could. series it could
1: thing, you know? yeah honestly we could do yeah. we could do the the events that lead up to it the morning of the the events after you know what i mean like even just in the timeline yeah. of things like there is so much things just funny business going on like the stock market or like reports on the, the Pentagon and missing money and beforehand even before it even happened the military doing uh exercises on exactly what the hijacking of planes flying <laughs> to the New York the day of
0: was it uh is it was Northwoods
1: is that what it was called i think you're right actually yeah the name yeah. of the, uh, operation, operation
0: northwoods Defense.
1: yeah that, that was the that was literally the uh, a military by the way, if the, just the PSA, <laughs> full PSA for anyone listening. If there's a military operation, a practice operation planned for your town, get the fuck out of there because this, <laughs> that thing is going <laughs> to fucking happen in your town.
2: Jesus. Or
1: if oh yeah, a well, that was about it. here in Atlanta
0: uh, when the God. when the 400 bridge caught on fire just outside God. of Butthead? Uh, yep. That was they God were ahead. running terrorist drills of. Uh, because th- there was some stuff on some scanner traffic about like a guy stole some red mercury or something like that, which is red mercury. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know the the it's government will not confirm that supposedly. exists. Yeah, it's supposedly this like is, a,
1: this is like mythos level Nazi technology. <laughs> stuff. I mean, this stuff was red on the
0: police mercury. scanner because the the nuclear regulatory headquarters is in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: That's uh, super weird. I've not heard red mercury in a while.
0: Right. And that was that was on some police scanner stuff, that that guy was doing that, and the, oh, he got on the 400 bridge, and then 30 minutes later, holy crap, the 400 bridge is on fire.
1: Okay, <laughs> I have to go through my notes now, but I think red mercury was one of the things that is, I've heard, that the Nazis were studying the effects of with, like, weird, like, Oh, superheated plasma red mercury shit in, in rotation with, like, UFO technology weird yes. shit or something, like, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, the Nazi bell.
1: Yeah, the, exactly, yeah. yeah, okay. So I was like, that's the last time I heard anything about red mercury it was, like... Because that's
0: how they set that, up their I base think- in Antarctica, right?
1: Yes, yeah, like, when, <laughs> when, uh... What is it? Not Andrew Bird, that's a musician. Admiral Bird was the, uh... uh flying over in. in I don't know how real this is, but like in his reports, he, you know, in his you know, journal or whatever, he's like seen like weird saucers or bells flying around or something like Operation that. Operation High Jump. High Jump, yeah, for sure. Steven, you know your shit, yeah. <laughs> you know your,
2: your <laughs>
1: mythical conspiracy lore, man. I'm into it. I want to hang right out now. with you and have a beer in person. Man. <laughs> That'll be super fun. I
0: mean, this is really me on an average Friday night. So that's why. Oh, dude, uh,
1: me too, yeah. We yeah, I'm really giving
0: that. my wife and friends a break doing the show.
1: That's what I was just going to say is that we talked about how we're giving our girlfriends and wives like a break here, like having another outlet. Yeah. <laughs> my, dude, my girl here is hopefully less lately, but too much, you know, like by her standards. Like, um, man, I can just get on a, a winded rant and I am sorry. For
2: <laughs>
1: it's oh, part of the up now, apparently. I'm-
0: can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Your, your, your video cracked up a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. Okay, so. Cop city protesters. Yeah. yeah
0: so apparently, and this is from earlier. You know, sorry, I'm just now getting around to it, but uh. Yeah. No. yeah apparently, George is cracking down on the cop city protesters, making certain misdemeanors felonies and non-bondable offenses. Wow. I don't think it's signed into law yet.
2: What? Holy misdemeanors? Crap.
1: That's insane.
0: So there Maybe we go. Believe, and and. But this is this is how they start to get one over on you, too. Is, this is
1: where this is where I like the libertarian thing is like on principle, even if you don't like the person that's being used against right now or something on principle, it's a bad idea. like because if you expand if you extrapolate out on principle, then it can be applied in x, y, z ways. yeah
0: exactly, exactly. So you just get you got to be careful that you know and and this is the the hegelian dialectic all over again. You know, this ties back into how we were talking about, you know, the early French politics and and their culture of protest and things like that. You know, you the hegelian dialectic is problem reaction solution. You manufacture the problem.
1: I was going to say create
2: problem. Yeah, yeah sure.
0: there you go. Yeah, you, ma- you you manufacture the problem to generate a reaction amongst the populace and then you come in with the solution, which yeah. is what you wanted to do all
1: along. Yes, of course. It was devised. The whole problem was devised. This is, I have such a, like, a nose for this. Like, I I can't help but see reality based on this now. Yeah. 9-11 was one. I mean, like, not to, we don't need to go back into it again.
0: But, But, but you know, that gave birth to DHS.
1: Yeah. You know? And uh, and TSA and the um, the Patriot Act was like six fucking days later they had this three hundred page document ready to go. Are you fucking high? Like
0: Yeah, there you go. And then they vote on it an hour later. You know, there's yes, no exactly. anybody read this kind of stuff. And then <laughs>
1: everyone agrees on it, red and blue, right and left. And then I am never more suspicious in this country than when people agree. <laughs> I <laughs> call me crazy, but when we agree on something, it's bad.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So here we go. This would be one to check out. I, I haven't looked into this yet. I, I'm glad, you know, comments are great tonight. Was um, huh, yeah. So, yeah, most of these leftist protesters come from very well-to-do families. And oh. uh, I'll go a step farther, and I'll say a lot of them are politically connected as well.
2: i know, bet, yeah.
0: You know, yeah. I guess, you know, once you attain a certain level of wealth, I guess you are just connected by proxy anyways.
1: Yeah, or, yeah, you, you, you sold know, just, a few records, and now you're going to run for president. You know, yeah, oh, I'm kidding. But no, yeah. I'm going to look into this. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, so apparently, there, you know, there's a judge that's been streaming this stuff, and that's that's one of the things I've been getting into because you know there's a lot of libertarians are out there protesting this, and and they're standing on merits, they're out there you know on principle, mm-hmm. and but the, the one thing I've been pointing out all along, and, and if this actually gets dismantled, it's going to be over environmental concerns. Mm. It's it's not going to be a referendum on do we need this show of force, do we need right. this kind of training.
1: See it's, that's interesting in its own right too, and like how we've been going with that has been troubling in all kinds of ways. But because I don't yeah, want to establish yeah. too much of a precedent there, that people just culturally just like lean on without having to like think any more on it. Because well, it's, this it's is a lose lose. Worse.
3: It's a lose lose because either you get Cop City,
1: or right
3: you you stop it from happening because of environmental arguments that you don't want to be making because then they're going to be used against you in the future. Yes. Like it's, we're screwed either way.
1: Yes. I agree. You're set up to fail. I'd
3: rather just, let's just screw over the environment. Let's just do that.
1: (laughs) There we go. Let's repeal the clean water
0: act, which, you know, (laughs) nobody wants to campaign on that, but you got to freaking do it, man.
1: Wait a Everybody wants was, clean
0: water. That's not really a thing.
1: You know, oh, was Republicans
0: gonna, just want dirty air and water.
1: Everybody wants <laughs> Dirty water. Yeah, give me that brown water. I was gonna go pee, but now I have to say something because I was just watching. I'm running through the whole like start to finish of Parks and Rec again with my girlfriend, right? And we there's a few episodes like every season that are triggering this fucking that. It's like hilarious and well written, and then there's like these propaganda episodes. That are like seated in there, that are bullshit, and one of them. Which show? uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation. Oh, yes. And so. One of them's
3: the fluoride one.
1: Yes, that's what I was gonna say. We just got to that one, and I was like losing my shit. I was like pacing around, and like I I don't know if I can watch this. Like I, it was so bad. It was horrendous from the start, and then they start the episode with the whole Colts team. So you have for no reason, it's not related to the episode and story, but you have Andrew Luck and the and Reggie Wayne and the rest of the Colts at the time, you know, like to start the episode. So you have this celebrity factor. Then you have uh, Jam, what's his name? Jeremy Jam, who, by the way, is hilarious, and I love him as a character. But he's a dumbass and and he no one likes (laughs) him. You know, he's he's portrayed as the villain, you know. He's hilarious, (laughs) but he's not likable. And he's like he is the one that's like for, hey, we should do this uh, clean, wa- where water should just be water, it, but in like a satirical way. And it's like, no, water should be water. What are you talking about? And then they go well, into and- the whole thing. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
3: No, th- Then they talk about how, like, they, they literally on the show are calling anybody who doesn't think fluoride should be in the water an idiot. Yes,
1: yes. I, I in this episode especially, I learned that Pawnee, the city is a character and Pawnee, Mm. the city is cast in a certain way of like behind the times and like, you know, doesn't know what's right and is under, you know, can't take care of itself. Yes, exactly. It's like the the fat child of the United States. Like that. no one, you know, just not autonomous and not educated and not well to do and whatever.
0: Jackson, Mississippi. Is that,
1: yeah, basically, <laughs> know, it's sorry. basically the yeah. same thing. Yeah, Flint, Michigan, with the water
3: with the water problems. Yeah.
0: Flint, yeah. Michigan.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, and so, but the and that they you know they cast this whole thing and they use the characters that they have already to be like the hero and not, yeah. and then they pitch the side of like science and logic to putting putting fluoride in the water, which is what, got eight things here, but one. <laughs> on principle, don't put anything in the water. Don't force medication, right? Yes, against someone's will. Like, that's number one. Number two, we could get into a whole thing on fluoride. And, Stephen, I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And at least, and probably Jake too, I just know that Stephen has sent us some stuff on it or whatever. Oh, I'm on
0: the phone with Eric Rokovich about this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For every <laughs> one study pro fluoride, there's like 90 that are like, no, fluoride in too high a quantity is a fucking Neurotoxin and it is a horrible thing. Yep. There's cases where they go into like different tribal communities where they introduce fluoride in the water and the tooth decay before and after. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh
0: yeah, all Pick of a sudden a babies have Down syndrome, all kind of stuff.
1: Pick a Dude, thing. It's, it's so crazy. bad. IQ levels. I know Stephen. You've talked yep. about that with like IQ levels and things. Like we yep. could get into a whole woo thing with the pineal gland and like that's a whole other thing. But Dude, anyway, it's nuts. No, you're, I mean you're yeah. like
3: it's crazy that like. I forget what the percentage is, but at one point um, when the government really started getting involved in Hollywood, and they're they're a part of. I think you know, it used to the, be the percentage. Church. Well, yeah, but now it it's used the government. to be the church,
1: and now it's the government. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: I th- I think the percentage is sixty-five percent of productions have some type of government advice. CIA or government.
1: A lot involved. of it is CIA.
3: Like it, it's a, it's a bunch yeah. of stuff that that they're trying to push it, and so like doing it like doing that with a show like parks and rec which is yeah. hands down hysterical like oh no
1: it's such a funny writing, show it's hilarious it's one of the best shows yes. that's what makes but, it attractive and it draws yes. the attention yes it yeah. has the most the biggest appeal
2: but
3: that that uh, it honestly might be one of the biggest propaganda shows there is because they, they their, goal so government
1: it, heavy. Yeah, their goal with it was a, a it.
3: love song to politics yes and government Dude. And just like the Colbert on. Report.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: you, know you know what? That's funny, too, because they have. Because like he, he got Swanson. started
0: on the Daily Show. This is before Jon Stewart. It was Craig Kilborn. Yeah. And it was actually kind of like a, a moderate view when Craig Kilborn was doing it.
1: It, it was like a mm-hmm. satire of government that became pro government. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like the Ron Swanson story where, like, Ron Swanson's set up as the libertarian, like, libertarian, you know. And then, uh, but eventually, he's cast as someone that's like too extreme and is like made fun of more, but in a level, way. But he drinks. Water he more. ends
3: up caving. He ends up caving yes. on all of his principles and takes yes. a freaking government job in the
1: last episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna bring that up too. Like, is that takes a full
3: time government. Like, he's working for the government, trying to bring it down, and then he finally takes a government job that he enjoys and is. Helping the government. It's like yes, the, the hero yeah. of that show is is Andy.
1: I, yeah, I agree. I love Andy. Andy's the hero. He's the, he's the only yeah.
3: one who ever sticks to his principles. Yeah. Like, sticks to his principles 100% of the time. Everybody else yeah. betrays everything that they believe in at some point in time or repeatedly.
1: Yeah, or, or like, yeah, thematically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really so, the, so, so the, like, you
0: know, Swanson taking a government job. That's like, uh, did you ever see the, it was a movie from the early 90s. I'm going to get you sucker. No, okay. what is this? It was that. awesome. Had Chris Rock in it. Uh, oh, I mean, this was early hey, '90s hey, hey. stuff. So it's it's like a a fake gangster movie. Uh, so it's I think it's in like Oakland, California. I forget where it's based, but it's like a you know a ghetto type scenario. And uh, Larry Pitney's in it. You know, the, the leader of the, the Black Panther Party. You know, so they they were doing like a wow. Black Panther march. Uh, of course, it's funny as hell because all, all the gangsters are dying of OG over gold. <laughs> You know they have have too many gold chains like their bodies covered in gold chains and you can't even go to the bathroom and you just die you know they're showing him pictures he died an OG how does he go to the bathroom with all that on oh my god Um, that's so funny so the guy with the Black Panthers he was like man we had 10,000 strong we marched down here we're going to take over the government building we're going to tell them to quit oppressing us and then they came out with job applications Now I all my brothers down. and sisters
3: are in cubicles.
1: <laughs> I wrote and the show that Angela said here, and I need to take yeah, that's a, a pee break. It's an getting. interesting one.
3: Nice. Yeah, that's an interesting show. I'll, I definitely want to check that out. I was, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. a funny, it's
0: a movie from, I think it was like 1992. Came out about the same time New Jack City came out. That was another oh, yeah. old Chris Rock movie from back of the day.
3: It's a little before my time. A little before your time. How are you watching that when you're five years old?
0: Weird, older brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to say, we're
3: basically the same age. I, right. like I've never seen I've never seen those movies because I was five and I was super sheltered Christian kid. So oh, I, there you go. I didn't yeah. listen to non-Christian music until ninth grade. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: My the second CD I ever bought. So the first one I ever bought was the Lion King soundtrack, and then the second CD I ever bought that I bought with turtle stamps was the Great Southern Trend Kill by Pantera.
3: Oh my gosh, okay. That's a, oh big, yeah. that's a big I was jump. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> my my whole childhood was like Michael W. Smith, the Newsboys, Stephen Curtis Chapman, like yeah. all these Christian artists. I have like I still have all their CDs. It's great.
2: Now you're talking.
3: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Man. I do not like doing this on a phone, by the way. This is just garbage. Like yeah. The screen is tiny. You're you're about that big on this Well, you got good resolution.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so here you go. I'll something
0: else up. This is something we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Rick Ross and his car show. I think that's coming up this weekend. Uh, okay. The county zoning department has said, don't do it. And he says, screw you. And I'm, I'm moving forward with it. And they're like, don't do it. And he's like, well, I'm going to run for mayor. And um, <laughs> just a heads up, he does not live in the city limits. He cannot run for mayor. Um,
3: I bet he could buy a house there and run for mayor.
0: He could, uh, or he could run for County manager, uh, which go. is actually up for vote sometime soon, which, you know, that's okay. one of the guys that was telling him no. Uh, but anyways, so this truck is coming in here to start getting things set up for the festival. Yeah. And uh, the butthead knocks the power lines out. So everybody in the, in the, surrounding neighborhoods already don't like the guy and uh oh, you know because his man. buffalo got out just a month ago and yep. uh now he's knocking out their power
3: <laughs> come on man if you're gonna like what's there was a saying i forget who said it but it's don't break the law while you're breaking the law yeah and like i i remember them saying that in uh, the movie molly's game where she's, you know, she's running an underground poker game, but she's not taking a cut, so it's not technically illegal. But then her lawyer advises her, "Do not have anything illegal going on at your not technically illegal poker game." So it's <laughs> like, don't do anything bad when you're doing something bad. And so, like, the fact that he is trying to do this this uh, car show, but he also <laughs> let his buffaloes out. And knocked out the power for a bunch of people. Like, just stop. Just give up. Like, end the car show. Like, forget it, man. Like, right. But instead, he's doubling down.
0: He's doing, you know, he's <laughs> doing videos on social media talking about, well, you got to pay attention to financial literacy, of the neighborhoods, man. And um, I'm not sure he's fully aware of what that means, um, <laughs> or if he just means to use a different word. I don't know. But uh, you know, he's talking about doing a dog show, doing a pickleball tournament. Um, Dude, doing a RC car show. Game. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's doubling and tripling down and this article right here is just proof. If you mess with the boss, it's lights out.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, yeah. Robert says three felonies in a day or three. Felonies yeah, there you in go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Well, oh, at some point, if you're pissing off that many people, just let's just take a breath. You know, like, yeah. I don't, I don't really care about pissing off the government, but like pissing off your neighbors. Just take a breath. Maybe not. Maybe don't do the thing you're doing, or maybe hire competent people who won't knock down a power line.
0: <laughs> there you go.
3: Yeah. What's That's
0: wrong with hard. that? I mean, because he's got a, a there's a there's a big middle school directly across the street from his compound. It's uh, Our Lady Mercy. It's a Catholic school. Uh, so, yeah. you know the traffic concerns. You know, anytime they have a football game or any kind of major event, they yeah. would draw a similar level of traffic. Yeah, I bet. So it's not like the surrounding areas is all of a sudden just getting drowned in traffic. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely you know, that, not. That intersection right there at uh, highways was it two seventy nine and one thirty eight? Uh, it's a freaking nightmare, anyways, especially during rush hour. I mean, because it's it's right where Fulton, Clayton, and Fayette all come together.
3: Oh, wow. It's okay. one of those areas. Gotcha. Yeah. I know nothing about your neck of the woods, other than there are some studios down there. There you go. That my, that my wife works at every now and then. Oh,
2: cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. If you ever hang out in Trillith, uh, we, we, can go to, we can go to Barley Garden. We can go to the uh, top floor of the Barley Garden there, and they have boudvar on tap. Uh, or Czech I don't for, know what that is. What uh, is the that? original Budweiser. Oh, so the Budweiser
3: so, we can still drink.
0: Yeah, yeah it's it's the it's the old European brewery that Anheuser Busch pays money to regularly, so they can still use the name Budweiser.
1: Oh wow, wow,
0: interesting. Because they were like, "Oh, Budvar is four hundred years old, homie. You owe me money." Wow, <laughs> so interesting.
1: Yeah, I think the huh. oldest brewery in the U.S. is Yingling. That's yeah. what that's what they advertise. I'm sure there's yeah. like
0: smaller ones. Uh, because well, uh, Jake did a good yeah. with Multi Brewer, and he was <laughs> just talking right. about you know back in the day there was like we have just now started approaching the levels of the number of breweries in this country that there were before Prohibition.
1: What? No way! That's crazy. Yeah. Yep.
3: Oh yep. He god. said we just we just got to the point where the number of breweries equal the number of breweries we had before Prohibition. That's how long it took to build the whole thing back up.
2: Oh my god. Years. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yep. This is why. Okay. We're Robert all says government.
3: oldest yeah. major brewery. <laughs> okay, yeah. There we so, go.
1: so not a microbrewery then. Okay.
3: That's yeah. what, I mean, that's what we drank in college, Alden.
1: I know. That's why I said that. Because like, I, Dude, list I, list I had
3: that recently. I hate it.
1: I haven't it's, had it in six years. So I it's, don't know. It's,
3: I'm... it's, it's a, it's a college beer. <laughs> Let's t- just say that. It, it tastes
1: like caramel water like yeah. <laughs> well, I,
0: you know, it's a, it's a Star Wars beer cuz you know Anakin killed them on the regular, right? Wait,
1: what? what? <laughs> Wait, younglings. Oh, younglings.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
1: was very much
2: lost Okay. On that
3: one. I don't sadly sadly I don't have um I don't have a a label for fed on the upper left corner, so I can't <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't get you up there.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> normal, wait, wait. Here we go. There we go. Bang. See ya. Yeah. Got <laughs> him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I, I mean, wish to ta- do it where it would mute you, too. Like, it can mute you as soon as it does the Fed logo.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But, yeah, talking about old breweries, there's, I mean, there's one in Germany that's been operating for, I think, close to, yeah, 600 years. Right at 600 years. Uh Gaffel. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, Gaffa. Okay.
0: It's in Cologne, Germany. Yeah, and uh, a couple Cologne. of years, I, I almost crapped my pants when I saw this article too, because there was because they make a phenomenal colch. Uh, I was gonna say
1: if it's in Cologne, it's probably colch. Then
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they make a great colch. Oh my god, that's what got me introduced to the style. <laughs> um, and it's the really hard to find there. where I'm at. So have you? Made they them? found there was a bomb, like Cold War, World War ii era bomb that was like two feet underground. I guess somebody was developing something just a block away and they wow. uncovered this thing and it was undetonated. And they were like, if this goes off, this was designed to destroy the brewery, to demoralize wow. the city. Oh, uh, wow. and it just barely missed its target. And it mm-hmm. still didn't go like, so they, they had to, you know, carefully decommission this bomb and I'm
3: like, Oh God, please keep the brewery. Their culture is <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Wow. That would be so nerve wracking yeah that's like gosh that'd be terrible
1: technically any kolsch that comes out of any place not colm is not a kolsch it's a kolsch style ale because yeah it's like bourbon has
3: it's like bourbon has to be from kentucky and when it's not it's fake bourbon
1: does it actually literally have to be from kentucky i thought it just had to be if you're a purist yes okay okay (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I thought it was fifty-one percent corn, American oak barrels, charred once. Like, no, but no it's
3: got to got to be Kentucky, man. If it's not from Kentucky, I don't consider it bourbon.
2: Really? Yeah. All right. All right. I mean,
3: so, some some people would, but you know, they're cool. they're pagans.
1: <laughs> well, that's just like a tequila. You know,
0: if if it's not actually distilled in a certain region of Mexico, it's just milagro. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Milagro's I like
0: pretty
3: good, actually. Yeah, you know, what's and, the and what's the champagne that's like that that uh, people used to rap any, about in rap songs?
1: Any champagne Crystal. huh? Cri- Cristal, I
3: was
1: talking about Crystal.
3: Yeah. Oh, Crystal, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there Let's we go. See. No national beers. Every town has a brewery or two. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and yes. Germany. in Germany, and, and,
0: and Germany also gave birth to the uh, the Rheinhindskabat. Or the okay. RHGB, you know, the, the, the purity laws for beer. There's four ingredients oh, yeah. that are essential for beer to be made. You've got the water, barley, hops,
1: barley, the hops,
0: all. the
3: yeast, and the water.
1: Yeah. Dude, oh, that's right.
3: One yeah. of the, yeast is yeah. an ingredient? I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah gluten. I guess that's fair. Um, right. Dude, one of the best places I've ever been was a place called a beer spa. Have you been to a beer spa and uh, no. I went to one in, in, uh, Budapest, but they have one in Czech Republic. Dude, Steve, I was thinking about opening one here in the United States. And so maybe you and I should partner on this. Yeah. Basically what it is is you walk into, you know, it's, it's, it looks like a spa, like it looks like a spa facility. And so they have private rooms with different, uh, like hot tubs, basically. And you, you fit one or two people in the hot tubs and you can open up partitions. So you can have like a group of like 10 people, but you start by sampling all the, the four ingredients and you actually taste like the raw ingredients. And then you, they pour all that raw ingredients into the water stirred around and you get in, into the hot tub with all the ingredients. It's supposed to be super good for your skin, super good for a lot of other things. And um, so you
1: become the beer.
3: Yeah, you become beer and then That's there's weird. a tap right next to it. And while you're in there, you have like 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. You can have as much of the beer as you could possibly want. And so we were like, they said, pour it on your head. Like wash your hair with it. Like do all like so we were like <laughs> I, I I drank probably six? eight beers in that hour and oh, yeah. poured like yeah. six on my head. It was and oh man!
1: This takes shower beer to like a whole new level. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, I've seen one of those. Uh, there's a show called Booze
0: Traveler. Okay. Uh, it's on it's on, on the Travel Channel. And yeah, I know, that. that's how, I know that show. Yeah, it's awesome. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, so the guy goes to uh, Vienna, Austria, and he goes to uh, the birthplace of the Radler. You know, so a Radler's you know you take a lager or a pale ale or something like that, and put a little bit of lemonade in it. Um, mm. But they invented that there. For a and and he did one of those beer spas and it's up on top of the hill and he did that. And then they, they made a stick bed for him. He got a massage and then took a nap in a stick bed and then gets on his bike and goes down to the bottom of the hill and goes down to that bar at parties. And
2: it's like, Oh man, that is heaven. <laughs> That's
3: pretty yeah. dang good.
1: I'm not going to argue with that.
3: Yeah. 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 But man, I, I wanted to open a beer spa here for so long. Cause I just thought it was such you, a good idea.
1: If you found, if you combined a natural hot spring in Montana with this idea, then I think oh. you got a thing.
0: There we go. Hey, Warm oh, Springs, yeah. Georgia.
1: Yeah.
0: FDR State Park, baby. Is there a, is there, there a natural hot spring
1: in Georgia?
0: Yeah, there's a, yeah, it's where FDR went. Uh, that's a why it's... It, in Georgia? I didn't
1: know. Yeah, that. there's it's a hot, hot spring. It was it's a big rehab
0: hot. facility. It was like a big drug rehab facility and physical therapy and all that. But
1: uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago the pool there is there no longer
0: project. tapped into the natural hot spring
1: okay okay I didn't know. I didn't realize how much like geologic like you know thermal activity was like even a thing in Georgia but... oh yeah, where, yeah. Does, where does the North American craton, like uh, crust belt lie like the I don't know what state well apparently in, it, it, go, it goes
0: through South Atlanta and then over to Augusta out to the ocean because we've had some earthquakes the past few years.
1: Because there, yeah. there is, the Craton is through, I want to say it runs along the Appalachian Range and then cuts through like Oklahoma or something like that. And yeah. that's that's where that sense. there is a fault line here and it sometimes can have activity. It's basically yeah. like the oldest, like hardcore, like basalt crust or whatever. And then like newer crust like under it. And like the mm. Southeast and Southwest is like the newer crust. And then the like, the Craton is like the forever Crust or whatever, but um, oh, and at that okay. distinction, yeah, there's a there volume, we go.
0: Hey, we need a sandwich the- shop called the Forever Crust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not an official term. Like, this is just what I'm calling it. But I like the Forever <laughs> Crust
3: though, yeah. That's good. Well, y'all, it's getting pretty late. Y'all want to call it? Are you got there? It says, um
0: it? i have pretty much that All I have to say, I don't have anything Beautiful.
3: else. Yeah. Well, next week we'll be way more prepared. I will have yeah. internet. <laughs> I will be at my computer. I'll have videos to show everybody. We'll have audio on those videos. It'll be a Steven good did a great job filling in, though. Like I thought. I tried. Yeah, know, honestly, yeah, I very yeah. much appreciate that. Yeah. You, so,
1: chose, you chose well to have him do it and not me because I would not have done as well. So. Heck yeah. <laughs> It'll be a good week well, next week because I'll be gone, so I won't be bothering everybody with 9-11 trivia. So.
3: Oh, bummer. I didn't realize you'd be gone next week. That's a bummer. Yeah.
1: I'm going to take Haley right. to an appointment next week, so it'll be like nice. I think my first week I've missed since we started. I want to say my first week I've missed.
3: It's been a while. Yeah. 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 I mean, we we had you on once, and you been had me on as a
1: guest. Yeah. yeah. Before my and now you're now like you're official... in the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before the <laughs> official hazing. Yeah.
3: Yeah um okay cool well yeah i think next week we'll have zane back we'll have nick back and we'll have zach i mean jamie producing sorry my bad um i'll so, try to yeah. hop
1: on at the end if i can come on sweet it well, you know yeah, looks like yeah what time there we go doing? and uh,
0: by the way shout out to zane i win trivia this week by default
1: <laughs> perfect i'll even if i'm not here next week i'll lose trivia by default <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, y'all. Uh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap us up since uh, you know that's kind of my job here. Yeah. Um, go. Thank y'all for thank y'all so much for watching. We really appreciate it. Sorry for yep. you know last two weeks of technical difficulties and changes in the, how We're things all work and
1: all, in transition
3: you know. here. Yeah. Yes, every, everything's changing all the time. So we're hoping to get back to a more stable, sta- stable stream over the next few, <laughs> few months. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions Cheers. about the Libertarian Party of Georgia, go to lpgeorgia.com, hit us up on Twitter at LP Georgia. Follow us on, please go follow us on Rumble because that's where we get about 90% of our views, 90% of our like, interactions with people. Um, nice. And at some point, YouTube is going to ban us and it's probably yep. going to be the point when we talk about 9/11 nine 11 episodes in a row. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, if it's so not definitely,
1: that, that'll do it. Yeah.
3: So definitely go follow us on rumble. And, uh, we don't have the integration of comments, um, with the stream yet from rumble, but we're hoping to at some point in the very near future, which would make, uh, everybody's lives a little bit easier. So you could just go to rumble and stream there rather than, uh, this ridiculous platform called youtube okay <laughs> i'm surprised right, you honestly <laughs> me too um yeah. tune into the free georgia podcast coming out uh this tuesday i've um, got a special guest on there and uh yeah come back next week liberty libations 8 p.m eastern time we'll see you then cheers cheers, cheers.